0: Guys, welcome to another episode of Steel Toes and Scoreboards. Jared Atkins alongside my co host, my work best friend Kurt Kelly. Kurt, how the hell are you, hey, man?
1: Pretty good, man. How about you, Jared?
0: Good, good. Smell like fried chicken. Oh, work oh, tonight man. at the other job. Your dog was <laughs> makes me think of brown gravy. <laughs> your dog was sniffing <laughs> all over me. Uh Saturday night, man. We're gonna we're gonna do a late night tonight here, about nine thirty at night. Uh I'm gonna talk a little golf. Yes. Little Tiger Woods and his rise and fall and his master's comeback. Uh, looking forward to that. Uh, before we get to that, though, uh, let's talk a little bit about last week. The uh, baseball episode, uh, for the few people that downloaded it, it, uh, it was pretty well received. Uh, I was impressed with your job as the new commissioner of Major League Baseball.
1: Thank you. There could be more. To, there's more to be done. Oh, they're, they're, we'll <laughs> have to, yeah,
0: have to have a part two episode. Uh, but before we talk about Tiger, uh, I got some news for you and for uh, our listeners. Uh, I put in a little bit of work this week on the business aspect side of things, yeah. on uh, building the brand of steel toes and scoreboards, and uh, we have some unofficial sponsors now. Uh, hey. No financial agreements. Yeah, let's uh, hit a little applause track for us here. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, these are uh, essentially verbally verbal agreements, uh, kind of a handshake type deal. There is no financial support here given from them to us. It's all on an agreement, and everything was based on hey, if we can grow this brand with your help and. You know, you might see an uptick in your sales or traffic to your website from us. Maybe we can revisit, but for the foreseeable future, you know, a lot of people monotonize, monetize, excuse me, monetize their podcast. Unfortunately, with us only having a few episodes out there, we don't really have a leg to stand on as far as trying to get sponsors and, and get people to give us money. So we're essentially doing free publicity. Hey, there's no such thing as bad press, right? No so uh, we're gonna start by uh, opening this episode by shouting out one of our sponsors which is deer 30 mineral our unofficial sponsors based out of Madisonville Kentucky check out deer mineral or deer 30 mineralcom uh, they are complete whitetail nutrition helping you uh, salt licks and you know uh, yeah grow bigger racks and uh, food plots uh, they've got a a nice website there, a Facebook page. Shout them out. Give them a phone call at 270-339-7731. That is uh, Deer 30 Mineral, our first official, unofficial sponsor. So, uh, and there'll be others. I'm going to plug later. But as of now, uh, like I said, I, uh, I put out some feelers on our Steel Toes and Scoreboards Facebook page. And I've got some... Uh, response so we've we've got some uh, unofficial sponsors cool so uh we're going to promote them all throughout the show and what we're doing different tonight which we've never done before is you can see i've got i've wrote out the entire format of the show here i did this uh on my lunch break at my uh part-time job at the grocery store tonight i was kind of writing it out and we're going to see how much we follow through with it but uh for now it's going to be like that and uh we're going to cover some Tiger Woods. Uh,
1: good for golf.
0: Good for golf. I mean, uh, I know a lot of people want to hear us talk baseball and football and basketball and hockey, but uh, golf is a sport, and here at Steel Toes and Scoreboards, we cover all sports and things oh, yeah. not sports.
1: I, I kind of like golf. I-, I love golf, too. I suck. Oh, me, dude. Frustrating, frustrating, frustrating. (laughs) I used to
0: always say, I'll never play this damn game again. And then somebody's like, hey, you want to go golfing? Sure. (laughs)
1: That's right. That's right. Uh, Those guys make it look easy, don't they?
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to throw some stats at you later tonight about Tiger's career earnings and and the amount of money he's made. I
1: wonder how many practice shots you've guys taken in their career.
0: You know, for me, one of the funnest thing about watching golf is watching them warm up on the day of the first round, and they're just sitting there. Letting it rip. And they don't even act like they're freaking trying, dude. I know. <laughs> it's,
1: it's running real. I, mean, I love golf. I do, too. It's a clever sport, too. I mean, it's, like,
0: it's a thinking man sport, which is, is probably it why is. I'm so bad at it.
1: There is an approach. Oh, damn it.
0: <laughs> I was trying to hit a laugh track. We can we fit have. that out. Yeah,
1: that's all right. But, uh, all
0: right, so uh, you want to jump into this?
1: Sure, let's get into it. Golf. So,
0: uh, yeah, golf. So, December 30th, 1975, Eldrick Taunt Woods, better known as Tiger, was born. He is the product of a military lifestyle. His dad was a Vietnam vet in the United States Army. His mother was from Thailand. Uh, Tiger's nationality, his ethnicity, says he is part Asian, part black, part white, part Native American.
1: Wow. That's pretty cool.
0: You remember uh, you remember the comedian Robin Williams? Yes. Committed suicide about right. seven years ago. Yeah. Passed away, tragically. One of the funniest men I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: he's pretty funny.
0: Robin had a did a stand-up? I think it was at Madison Square Garden. I'm not sure. I, I want to say it was he stole out the garden, which it's the world's most famous arena. It's where the Knicks play. Yeah. It's where WWE hosts so many. Rangers. Huh? Yeah, the the Rangers and the Island. Yeah, uh, I want to say it was the Garden, but it could have been. This was in the mid to late '90s. Robin did a stand-up special, and for those of you listening, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. Just get on your Google machine, go to YouTube and type in Robin Williams golf and specifically the part about tiger woods. And it is a nice 10 minute segment and you are going to laugh your ass off. And Robin's got a line in there about the creation of tiger. He said, uh, black athleticism. He said in Buddhist concentration, he said, not even a German physicist could have created this in a lab somewhere referencing, you know, things we ain't going to reference, but, uh, He's true. I've uh, never seen an athlete like that. That is can be like that and have that concentration.
1: And make it look easy.
0: I I know, right? Like this guy. You know, I get asked all. He
1: could hit it a mile. Yeah. A
0: mile. I mean, he's not going to outdrive John Daly, no, but, but I mean, he'll get damn close, yeah. which is impressive well, for his small stature.
1: He the draws, the fades.
0: He's like a no. buck fifty, buck seventy five, but yet he's he's out driving.
1: He generates a lot of club speed somehow. That's pretty key in golf.
0: There's another clip on YouTube that people need to check out. It's uh, the evolution of Tiger Woods' a swing. It was shared by the USGA or the PGA, one of the two governing bodies of golf. There, I can't remember, and it shows clips of all of his swings from like you know. His amateur years in '92, on through his debut in '96, all the way up to 2016, I think, is when it was filmed and released. And if you watch some of it, some of his later years when his body was wearing down, it was almost like he was swinging harder and faster. Yeah. But uh, I mean, anyways, I'm
1: sure, his shot would change through the years. I mean, I believe it or not, through his injuries and go.
0: Yeah, back injuries, back injuries, and, injuries yeah. Wrist, all kinds of different things. Well, uh, Tiger has 82 PGA Tour wins. I want to throw that out there in the beginning. Tied with Sam Sneed for most in history by comparison. Okay, guys got 82 wins. That's tied for most. This is this information is current as of this year, and I don't think Tigers won anything this year, so I'm pretty sure. But by comparison, with Tiger having 82 tied for most, Jack has 73. Ben Hogan has 64. Arnold, which you know I always talk about Arnold. Arnold's got 62. Byron Nelson has 52. (coughs) So he's beat out some good company.
1: Absolutely. uh, How many of them are majors?
0: Good question. I got that right here. Tiger has 15 majors, 18 majors if you count the uh, ones on the amateur tour or whatnot, but nobody ever counts those. So, altogether, Tiger's got 15 majors.
1: That's pretty impressive.
0: Now, for comparison purposes, just for you, because I knew you were going to ask, oh, yeah. in comparison, Tiger's got 15 majors, right? Right. Nicholas does hold the record with 18, Walter Hagen has 11. Ben Hogan and Gary Player have nine. I love Gary Player. Gary Player, Blair, good. yes. Tom Watson has eight majors. Arnold has seven. Sna- Sam Sneed has seven. Bobby Jones and Harry Varden have seven. Nick Faldo and Lee Trevino have six. And, oh, Phil Mickelson has five. So he's beating out some good company. Yes,
1: and Nick Faldo was a pretty good golfer, I thought, too.
0: Uh, one of the guys I used to golf with uh, when I worked down at Wapaka Foundry his favorite golfer was Lee Trevino. He said he'd never seen a guy like Lee Trevino ever. Like that was his favorite. Yeah, long I mean, comes guy like Tiger Woods, huh? And just changes the sport. Yeah, you can't say that. Like you have to say that. Like he changed golf. There's no way around it. <laughs> no way around it. Yeah. How many? Th- okay, think about this it's for a minute. Prodigy. He was in every sense of the damn word. I mean, there's there's no doubt about it. So I want you to think about this for a second. <laughs> and here we go with a pro wrestling reference. We can't seem to get through an episode. I mean, weird flex, right? I mean, <laughs> I can't okay, stress you know, this enough. Like, it's okay, my knowledge it's about nice. pro wrestling surprises you and our boss.
1: It's impressive. It's it's extensive.
0: everybody. Here's a pro wrestling reference for anybody that doesn't know anything about professional wrestling, which has dominated my life. If you say the name Hulk Hogan, everybody knows. If you don't know a damn thing about golf, if you say the name Tiger Woods, yeah. I rest my case. Yes. Tiger has been the most marketed golfer. Uh, the prop, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. The most popular golfer. Uh, you think about merchandise moved in golf hats and T-shirts. I don't think anybody sold any merchandise more than Tiger. Nike Golf was Tiger.
1: He's got his name on video games.
0: Oh, my God. Video game! And we'll get into that. I mean, he's his whole activist and philanthropy and his entrepreneurship, everything. He's got his hands in everything. He's designing golf courses.
1: That would be a fun job.
0: To design golf courses?
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: You know what my thing would be like? Okay, I get free plays here anytime I want. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know.
1: That would be kind of cool.
0: To design a golf course?
1: You have, have to have it, you know, be able to see it and then make it happen. You know
0: what broke my heart getting off topic as we seem to do here at Steel Toes and Scoreboards? Again, check us out on Facebook, Steel Toes and Scoreboards. Uh, check our Twitter feed. Uh, Jasper, when they closed Ruxer down, Ruxer was always the course I wanted to go play. I didn't go play the old Muni, which was Buffalo Trace. I played it once or twice. Sultan's Run is way out of my league. I don't need to be there. You know, they'll give me a check for cutting the grass when I leave. So, I don't need to
1: <laughs> I don't need to be there. Yeah. Worms look out, huh?
0: I keep hitting the wrong button. Yeah,
1: right. I changed
0: the buttons on the on our uh, soundboard. Yeah. So I keep forgetting where they are. I, I shouldn't have done that. This was the sound you should have heard when I said they'll give me a check for cutting the grass when I leave. <laughs> Bear with us, folks. We're not very thorough, but we're pretty good. Give us the time here. But uh, <clears throat> I probably shouldn't name drop, but I'm going to do it. If he hears it, he'll kill us. If not, whatever. Chad Solomon at work. Good supervisor up in the Tops the Department. Damn nice guy. Chad told me that uh, if somebody was smart, they would buy the old Ruxer course from the city and totally use it. And I love playing Ruxer over there. I've
1: never played there.
0: But... it's a I call it a par three course because there's no oh, par fives. Okay. Okay. It's uh, I I've think there it. was – there was five par fours and four par threes. Hole number six was my favorite. I always played from the whites. From the whites to the hole, I think it was like 72 yards. Really? For hole six, yeah. I mean, you could tee off irons. I would always hit driver because I wouldn't get very far anyways in the beginning. But
1: <laughs> I'd probably struggle on something like that. I
0: it was a beautiful course. They shut it down. I don't remember what the city of Jasper said, the reason why. Flooding or because or the Potoka River runs right through it or, or maintenance. But it's a beautiful course. Just set there to go to waste now. It's got the driving range. Nobody owns it. Nobody, I, don't, I don't know. Somebody
1: probably owns it, but they
0: don't. It was owned by the city as far as I know. Now, I heard rumor, rumor and innuendo, that somebody had looked at buying it from the city.
1: How long has it been like this?
0: It's been shut down for about a year now.
1: Well, who, anybody been taking care of it?
0: Last time I went through there, I don't think so. I mean, I haven't looked. the nature works. I see the the river walks right there, so people, you know. Yeah,
1: I mean, it wouldn't take long for a golf course to be out. out <clears> Throw what?
0: Well, dig into your inheritance, all your millions, and let's yeah. go
1: buy this damn thing and be all right. You know, uh, my million's sitting in a bank somewhere yet that they ain't getting. Yeah. People. Sure bet.
0: Sure bet. (laughs) Anyways, continuing on here, talking about Tiger. Uh, Here's a little fun fact. And and I'm not – I know we're going to go through this episode, and I'm going to read a bunch of stats, and we'll pause, and we'll talk. and There's no real order for this because, I mean, we're supposed to be talking about the rise and fall and his master's comeback and whatever, I mean – it's a learning process, you know. This is only our fourth or fifth episode. We're go- we're starting to get down a rhythm. We'll finally get it narrowed down, but one thing I noticed and I wanted to bring up was over the course of Tiger Woods's career, the guy has hit 20 career hole-in-ones. What? 20 career hole-in-ones. Three of them what from what I can find Three of them came on the PGA Tour. Now, I don't know if it was documented. Obviously, it, it from what I research, it would appear that all the other 17 were on the Amateur Tour, or I don't know if I missed some in my notes. There's more on the Major. But the confirmed ones on the PGA Tour was at the 1996 Greater Milwaukee Open, 1997 Phoenix Open, which Adam our boss. Shout out Adam Sweet, good yeah. friend of ours. We love you, brother. Our boss, either. uh Adams talks about that Phoenix course a lot. Really. And then he had another confirmed hole in one at the nineteen ninety eight Sprint International. And I did not document where that course was going. I probably should have or where that course was located. So not sure either. I've never hit a hole in one ever. No, me neither. I don't even think I've ever got an eagle.
1: Put maybe.
0: <laughs> I usually uh, lose count after, like, double bogey. I just stop. <laughs> it's like, by that point, I do what I do when I play pool. When I get mad, I just start taking my stick and just knocking balls in the pocket. After I double bogey, I just... I came up with a new rule when I golf by myself. New rule? Yeah. So, if I get within a club link of the pin, yeah. I count it, and okay. I move on. Right on. Yeah.
1: That's cool. I'm it. When I play with other you people, hit, you would hit that next shot anyway. Yeah, right? yeah that's, <laughs> that's right. Good. That's,
0: that's good. right. <laughs> when I play with other people, they're like, what's this shit? I'm like, oh, <laughs> club length of the pin. Like, no. <laughs> we're right. not playing by USGA rules <laughs> here, PGA right. rules. We're, th- right. This is, you know.
1: That's right. It's your dream. Let it be. That's right.
0: right. That's hell yeah, bro. Right. So, that's uh, right. something else I found interesting, uh, let me uh, move my notes here. All right, here we go. Consecutive tour victories. These are how many wins in a row? To give you an idea of Tiger Woods' dominance. So, Byron Nelson in 1945 leads this. He won 11 straight tour stops. That's impressive. This is back in 45. Way for me and you ever, right, son. right. That's in pretty impressive. Two thousand six and two thousand seven, Tiger Woods hit seven, seven wins in a row on the tour. That's impressive. You're impressive. You're right? uh, you're consistently beating out any guys.
1: Yeah, comp- every guy. You think the competition is a little bit st- uh, better than here? You know, going back and well, looking, I
0: don't even remember some of the guys you had playing back then. The
1: equipment is a lot different. For sure, and it would have been it.
0: I mean, 2006, I graduated high school then, so that's been 15 years ago now. I mean, technology's only improved, equipment's improved.
1: Yeah, so. Uh,
0: ben Hogan in 1948 <clears throat> won six in a row. And then Tiger's name is on here again. Tiger in 99 and 2000 won six in a row. So he's on this list twice. That's it, huh? I mean, I don't know what more case you can make. I right, mean, do you yeah. go – like I said, the greatest thing about talking sports is the debates. Yes. Because there's never going to be a clear answer. Right. I mean, Jack's got 18 majors. Tigers has got 15, which we'll get to that. I mean – It's
1: prodigies.
0: <laughs> so – uh <clears throat> To give you another understanding here, then I looked up most PGA Tour wins in a calendar year. Okay. Okay? You All ready right. for this? Byron Nelson leads the pack, 1945, with 18. 18 wins in a season. Back then, I don't remember how many tour stops there was. Yeah, I don't either. Okay. One year later, in '46, Ben Hogan, which, by the way, uh... Thank God for YouTube and and Ben Hogan.
1: Pretty classy, act, I think.
0: Professional in every sense of the word.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: I love Ben Hogan, by the way. But uh, in 46, Ben Hogan won 13 PGA Tour stops. Sam Snead in 1950, 11. Ben Hogan again in 48, 110. 1933, Paul Runyon. Nine. 2000, Tiger Woods, nine wins. 2004, VJ Singh, which is a name we haven't heard in a long time. I like VJ. Nine wins. So, once again, Tigers and uh, Tigers a pretty good company here. Yeah. And you think this was in the year 2000. By this point, he's been pro for four years now. At this point, he's winning. He's, you know, part of my language, he's winning fucking everything. Yeah, every, like Every weekend. Yeah, every, every weekend. weekend yeah. Like, people tune in and it's like, okay, yeah. Tiger's going to win this Sunday because he wins every Sunday. If I remember, right,
1: they were all kind of blowouts, too. I mean, he just – Oh, my buried, God, he filled. was
0: seven strokes ahead, yeah, eight strokes, yeah. ten strokes, 15 yeah. strokes, I mean.
1: Uh, yeah. Just astronomical. astronomical. Yes. Hit it where he want to hit it. Yeah. Every time. I,
0: now this one here You know I take pride in the research I do for these shows You do a good job man I, Hey I appreciate that my brother High five yeah. I appreciate that I put a lot of effort into this I love what we do So I dig for stats And then I dig for random stats And I found a random Tiger Woods stat And it honestly Out of everything I researched and I want to preface this by Tell our listeners If you don't mind how much I blow your phone up the last twenty four hours or so talking about how excited I was for this Tiger episode?
1: Yeah, literally. And what
0: what did I keep saying? I think this is going to be, be our what
1: best episode.
0: I think this is going to be our best episode yet. And okay, I'm getting all excited because well, this one stat. Are you ready to hear this? Yeah, this yeah. is going to blow your mind, all dude. Right. I can't. I got to hurry up and look at the computer, look at my laptop, read it, and then get back so I can look at your face. <laughs> because our setup's kind of kind of weird here in Kurt's kitchen so I'm turned one way and then I got to turn back but anyways consecutive PGA Tour events without missing the cut this one I actually found on Tiger Woods's personal website cuz I was checking everywhere I was on the right. Google machine and then I wanted to go see what Tiger was saying about himself or his people between 1998 and 2005 So that is, what, uh, a seven-year run. Tiger made the cut in 142 consecutive events to break the PGA Tour record of 113 events previously held by Byron Nelson. Smashed it. And there's more. Woods' streak began with the 1998 Buick Invitational and ended with the 2005 Wachovia Championship. (laughs)
1: With the whole
0: <laughs> to go with that many events without never missing the cut, you're guaranteed to be playing every
1: Sunday. Razor focus to every weekend. How do
0: you do that?
1: I don't. I couldn't do it.
0: Well, I couldn't. I mean, I, I don't know anybody that could. Like, how do you? How do
1: the I mean, talent? I get nervous when the next guys are playing behind us or you know,
0: hurrying right. up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want you to think about this because you're always the guy that's talking about younger talent. Whatever episode we talk about, you're talking about the next generation well, that's coming up. Absolutely.
1: There's got to be a next generation for the sports.
0: This younger generation, I don't – they're all good. But do you think we're ever going to see a guy play a seven-year run, making the cut every weekend for seven straight years? No.
1: Somebody maybe, maybe his boy, maybe.
0: Somewhere, somebody is going to have a bad weekend and they're going to get cut. This guy didn't have a bad weekend yeah, for seven freaking years.
1: That's impressive, folks. I don't think there will be. His no. Boy, his boy, maybe. I guess he's pretty good. But. He's a prodigy. Yeah. To borrow a word from you, prodigy. Yeah, for sure.
0: Okay. Shall we move on?
1: Yes. Uh, good stuff,
0: dude. You know, we get a lot of feedback, what little bit we do, I should say. People are like, I like how you read a lot of stats. I'm like, well, I'm trying to fill time until I really get a format I'm comfortable with. So what's the best way to fill time? Read stats. That's and then right. it works out because apparently everybody likes hearing the stats. Facts and
1: figures, man.
0: Well, because it helps you understand man, who the yeah. player is.
1: Yep.
0: Okay. <clears throat> now, this one. Uh, right here. Technical difficulties. Most victories in a single PGA Tour event, which basically this equates to Tiger has won the following events more than any golfer in history. The Farmer's Insurance Open, which... I don't know if it's always been played there, but to my knowledge, the last handful of years, it's been played at Torrey Pines, which I think is out in San Diego. Yes. One of my favorite courses to to watch, Torrey Pines. I don't know if it's always been there. I know sure. since I got really into golf in like five or six years ago, it's been at Torrey Pines. So, Tigers won tour, the Farmer's Insurance Open seven times. He won it in 99. He won it in 2003 then he went on a dominating run where he won it in 2005, 2006, 2007, and 2008 and then again in 2013. Okay, dominated. Now whether like I said, I didn't research to see if that was always played at Tory Pines, but I know at least one of those came from Tory Pines. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong though. That one I didn't really fact check. Uh the Bridgestone Invitational WGC, which I think is World Golf Championship, is it not? Maybe. Okay, Bridgestone Invitational. Tiger Woods, 99, 2000, 2001, 2005, 2006, 2007, 2009, 2013 for a total of eight wins at this event. Dominated. Oh, and it gets better. The big one, the Arnold Palmer Invitational won it eight times. 2003, or 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003, 2008, 2009,
1: 2012, 2013. Was there any place he didn't play well?
0: Now, why would you ask me that when I don't have access to that information?
1: It just kind of popped into my head. I don't
0: know if we could – <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could always – Take a break and pause it and look. Yeah, fuck it. No, no, Let's it's just it's, say I'm sure there's. I mean, I everybody's sure. got an Achilles' heel. I mean,
1: dominating all these places. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it had to have. But I mean, he played what? What all happens to Pebble Beach? That'd be a pretty tough course.
0: You know, there's only a handful of courses in this world. If I'd have the chance to play, and they wouldn't kick me off for how much? Pebble Beach. Pebble Beach is one of them. Yeah. Uh, the one. Augusta. Kauai Island or whatever the hell it is down yeah. in South Carolina. Adam, he was talking about it. Yeah. Augusta and St. Andrews, the yeah. home of golf. Yes.
1: Across St. Andrews
0: pond. across the pond. Yes. And, uh, since I have a love affair in my heart for the state of West Virginia, Go I've always wanted to, to play Greenbrier. Greenbrier, Greenbrier. Always. Beautiful course.
1: Uh, yeah, I've heard it's really pretty, yeah.
0: you know, Getting off topic like we always seem to do, shout out the way we run things here. One of our uh, future episodes has been uh, in the works would be, uh, what if we had a fifth major in golf? And me and you started talking about that at work, and I mean, we kind of tabled it, and one day I want to do that episode, but one of the first places I always mention if we had a fifth major, it would be the event over there at Greenbrier in West Virginia
1: I've played that on a video game before. Greenbrier? Yeah, it's pretty
0: tough. When uh, West Virginia had that terrible, terrible flooding in 2016, the 1,000-year the flood like nothing anybody's ever seen, right. Greenbrier was completely underwater. Really? Just devastated the course. I did which, not
1: know that. Huh,
0: the, since then, I mean, they, I mean, they repaired it, but that was a once-in-a-lifetime flood. And Greenbrier, to my knowledge, the pictures I've seen, it was completely underwater, completely. A lot of so, damage up here. Oh, yeah. Anyways, getting back to uh, the rise and fall of Tiger here. Oh, wait. I got some more events for you here, by the way. I didn't see the page break. So, going back to uh, most event wins, more than any other golfer. The uh, WGC Cadillac Championship won that seven times. 99, 2002, 2003, 05, and 07. 2013 then the BMW championship 99 97 excuse me i didn't see that one 2003 2007 and 2009 that's 5 years so 99 and 2000 and 2001 he won the memorial tournament and he also won the memorial tournament in 09 and 12 for a total of 5 so he's he's knocking these events out. There's certain events he's just dominating at. So, now here's a fun fact. Would you like to know his lowest actual scoring average? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Are you ready for yeah. this? <clears throat> Tiger Woods' actual scoring average in the year 2000 was 6817 the lowest in PGA Tour history, exceeding the 68.33 average by Byron Nelson in 45. That was in the year 2000. So I always go back to when I remember first really starting to hear about Tiger was about 2000. I was yeah. about, you know, 12, 13 years old. And he's only been on two or four years. And this is when he's got the world firmly by the balls. Yeah. This is his profession and he's just killing it
1: killing it yeah totally everybody everybody knew the name for sure they still do i
0: don't think you'll ever forget it
1: no okay
0: now this is where we're going to start getting into some meat and taters here so before we do that i think we're going to kick out and uh take a quick quick break and uh, come back and plug a sponsor. This is our first chance of really trying to run a format like this. So uh, we're going to see how this works. So we will be right back. All right, guys, we're back. Uh, Kurt, we're gonna plug another sponsor right now. Right on. So, uh, who we got? Well, do you like candles? I don't know anybody don't like candles. You got candles all over your house. I do too. Smell good candles. Uh, There's a page I've been following on Facebook for several years, and uh, it's called Nana's Aroma LLC, based in Palmyra, Indiana, which is uh, Harrison County. You know, up there near Crawford and Harrison County. Check them out on Facebook, 812-972-3678, 845 Church Street, Palmyra, Indiana. Nana's Aroma LLC. Every candle they make, they hand make these candles all in small batches. The reason they do small batches is because they can have better quality control on what they do. Everything is hand poured and hand wicked. And uh, I've not purchased anything from this woman and her business but i followed their page on facebook for several years and just got great reviews so nana's aroma llc check them out on facebook get you some good smelly good candles for your house
1: that's right absolutely another
0: sponsor plug unofficial (laughs) sponsor (laughs) okay cross it i'm loving this i'm just running through this format here just mapped it out okay yeah so uh we're going to Really get into some meat and taters now, and I'm going to turn my fat ass and my mic so I can really look at this head on and I'll just glance back at you. So, Tigers, excuse me, Tigers had five Masters victories, four PGA championships, three U.S. Open championships, and three Opens or the British Opens as they're called. Not a bad resume. Not
1: a bad resume.
0: 15 majors. That's, I don't think you'll ever see anybody get close to that again. Ty, I don't know if Tiger – with him being 45, is he eligible for the senior I Tour? an hour or do you have to be 50? I'm not sure. Adam Sweet would know. Adam Sweetwood Damn it, Adam, call in. <laughs> He'll hear this tomorrow and be like, oh, who's yelling at you? Guys. Every time, every time, every episode, our boss – we will we'll come back to work. He'll go. That was a good episode, boys. I was yelling at you guys when we were stumping <laughs> for something, and like, this is why you need to do remote phone ins. You, oh, I don't talk in front of people. But anyways, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think anybody's gonna get close to fifteen majors again. Uh, in two thousand one, Tiger won his second Masters, and doing this, he became the first golfer in history to hold all four professional majors at the same time. So, you know, 2000 leading into the spring of 2001, so he had hit the PGA Championship, the Open, the British Open and then come back and hit the Masters. So, you're dominating at every level, you're winning tour wins and then you're you're defending the big four.
1: <laughs> Come on! That's just crazy. Crazy.
0: At this point in his life, he's so young. He's, I can't he's make- in his twenties or something. You know, he was born in what I say seventy five, seventy six, whatever it was. So, you know, he's twenty five, twenty six years old. He's on top. He's got
1: the world by the
0: balls, man.
1: By the balls.
0: There's no other person out there that's competing with him at this level.
1: Yeah, he's beating everybody by plenty.
0: I mean, there's challengers to the throne, but let's be let's be call a spade a spade. By the year 2000, four years into his professional tour, the king of the mountains Tiger, It starts yeah. and ends with him. I mean, in the scheme of things, you know, we're talking about this. We're talking about 20 years ago from this date right now, but 20 years ago. The sun rise and it set with this young just phenom.
1: Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> it, it, amazing. He was he was playing courses at 5 or 6, 7 years old in.
0: You know guess, uh it's in my notes somewhere, I got it wrote down. I think he simply started because his dad was just practicing hitting balls into a net in the backyard.
1: I can tell it started in the backyard. And then he –
0: I think it it said wherever I was Googling last night on the old Google machine that his dad said, when he picked up a club, I never knew it was going to change his life. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. So, in winning the 2000 British Open at St. Andrews again – there's certain courses. There's certain holes in golf that are famous. St. Andrews, Augusta. My favorite hole in golf is uh, the 17th, the Island Green TPC Sawgrass in Florida. TPC Sawgrass needs to be a major stop just for the simple fact of uh, that hole alone. Yeah. They 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 estimate that probably a hundred thousand golf balls a year end up in the water on that Island Green. That's crazy. If only knew a guy with a golf ball business that could get down to Florida and fish it out. Shout out my page, Watery Grave Golf on Facebook. (laughs) I still got a few couple hundred balls I can sell. I need to go get some. Anyways, with him doing that, he became the youngest ever to complete the career grand grand slam of professional championships and only the fifth ever to do so. Following good company, Ben Hogan, Gary Player, Jack Nicklaus, and Gene, I can never pronounce his last name, Sarazen, Sarizen, how's it spelled? Sarazen. I think it's Sarazen. Adam will be shouting at us tomorrow when he hears this. By the way, Tiger's Tiger was the youngest Masters champion ever. Another feat: twenty-one years, three months, and fourteen days. Thank you, Google, for that. Yes, and he was the f- first major championship winner of African or Asian heritage. And it gets better. Like, these stats are ridiculous. The 2000 U.S. Open and the 2001 Masters victories came by record margins, 15 strokes and 12 strokes, respectively. That's what me and you were talking about earlier, how he's, you said, by leaps and bounds. He won two majors here by 15 and 12 strokes, respectively. Insane. Nobody's close to catching him. It's like they say, it's... on Sunday it was the Tiger Show and fuck everybody else. Part of my language. I mean that's yeah. the way it is. I mean we don't drop too many F bombs but we're being real here it was Tiger and it was fuck everybody else. That's exactly what it was. That's
1: the way it was. For it, sure that's what you heard on Sunday when Golf News came on it was Tiger. It was Woods. Tiger. Tiger like, this, Tiger that. Girl ESPN and then Tiger Woods, you know.
0: You know, I'm going to have to put an ESPN Sports Center thing on here. And then I'll have to read the copyright disclaimer that said this is so we don't get in trouble. But but yeah, and I was too young to really appreciate that growing up to see the rise of it. I didn't realize it till I got later into high school in like 05, 06 to appreciate like I, all this stuff. And I was so young. I didn't know and I didn't care. I heard about it. It just become common. You hear Tiger Woods, you're not paying attention because you're so used to hearing Tiger yeah. Woods. If yeah. I could go back and relive through that. Anyways. <laughs> you want some more stats? Oh, absolutely. Man. I mean, this is kind of...
1: I like it. I mean...
0: <laughs> he is the career victories leader among active players on the PGA Tour. Oh, no, that's what it said. I was like, man, why did I put that in there? Sometimes I read back my notes I write, and then I'm like... When I'm reading them here with you, because I always try to talk my notes. I never want to completely read them, but every once in a while I'll read them and be like, wait, that doesn't sound right compared to what I said earlier. Uh, he is the career money list leader, that's for sure. Now, don't ask me for a figure because apparently I uh, I think I put it in later. If not, I'll pause the recording at some point and Google that.
1: Well, let's just say it's plenty. I oh, yeah. Yeah. F-
0: shit, yeah. So he grew up in Sacras, California. Here's what we're Excuse talking about. He took an interest in golf at the age of 6 months, apparently, according to stories from his family. And then he watched his father hit balls into a golf net, imitating his swing. Oh, rowdiness. Thanks a lot, neighbors. I'm recording a podcast <laughs> yeah, in here.
1: No
0: joke. Have to try to find a way to edit that out. Uh Anyways, he Appeared on the Mike Douglas show at the age of two, putting with Bob Hope. Bob Hope. That is a name I literally haven't said since I've been a child. Bob Hope. Wow. Uh, (laughs) Nostalgic. I'm going to read you this. And I like the way we, we do these shows. I mean, I like, I mean, stats are... You know, they're the they're part, they're facts, they're backs they're the backbone of it. Time filler. I don't think we do too bad a job. Everybody likes the research, but I'm gonna read you something, and I wish we'd be videoing this. I'm telling you, one of these days we're gonna put we're gonna record a video of the whole podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put it on YouTube. Yes. But you're gonna roll your eyes. Tiger was three years old. Now the Google machine showed me this sentence three or four different times. So evidently, it's been fact checked. Maybe I don't know. At the age of three, he shot forty-eight for
1: nine holes. <laughs> okay, that's pretty crazy. Prodigy. Is that true?
0: Oh, I'm, I'm, I got the the thing is I could believe it. Could I'm too. assuming it's true. I, it, I, mean, I mean, I
1: mean, totally believe that.
0: And then they put him in Golf Digest at the age of five.
1: <laughs> well, you know what? Tiger,
0: you've earned this applause, buddy. Yes, absolutely. I mean. We love you, man. It's like, fuck it, I quit. Like We don't even need to do no more episodes. Tiger's the
1: goat, baby. Yeah. Just shut it down. The whole episode, we're done. I mean. <laughs> I'd like to see you go on another big run of some sort. Would you? Okay, so, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: laughing because I just thought about this. So, on Facebook, I shared a video shortly after the 2019 Masters, which is a big part of today's episode. So, I, I shared a video of the 2019 Masters. Shortly thereafter, Tiger was practicing, knocking balls, and uh, I don't. They were asking. Cause this apparently this guy and this was all over Fox Sports Radio and ESPN Radio. They were talking some random sports better had bet like 80, 90, thousand hundred thousand dollars on Tiger to win the Masters, and when it happened, Tiger's odds do cashed in like over a million dollars. So they were asking, they were asking Tiger about it, and uh, they're like, Tiger, what do you think about you know this guy betting all this money went? Tiger goes great fucking bet. <laughs> the clip was uncensored. They caught him. He was just warmed up. Tiger goes, Great fucking bet. And then he just bombs this ball. We're out where they're practicing. He turns back, and goes, Stupid idiot for betting me to win every major though. Cause he didn't you know, he lost the right. the US Open then. Right. Uh I never thought he'd, you know, win the Masters, which we haven't really got there, but I thought after his personal life, which is gonna be another part of this episode, we're getting ready to hit head, head into here shortly. I thought he was done. I think everybody yeah, did. Yeah. But uh I like seeing him win a few more, that's for sure. Oh yeah. Uh it says here according to my notes and what I research, he played his first professional tournament tournament that tournament <laughs> in 1992 at the age of 16, the Los Angeles Open. He made the 36-hole cut and tied for 34th place. Uh he played in the 1994 Johnny Walker Asian Classic in Thailand. And then in 1994, he entered Stanford University there in SoCal. And in two years, he won 10 collegiate events. Co- Damn, I can't talk about it. He won 10 collegiate events concluding with the NCAA title. So it's it's on right there. It's, it's right in front of your face. Like, hey, this kid's going to be something special. I don't know if you knew exactly what you had with him at that point, uh, the people that were in tune with golf, but I think you've seen something coming on the horizon. No doubt about it. Like, hey, this guy might be hot. Did they know he was going to be like white hot, which is the hottest you can, you know? I don't know. Uh, I got in my notes here. That Tiger ended up with one of the most impressive amateur records in golf history. He won six USGA National Championships before turning pro on August 27, 1996. He concluded his amateur career by winning an unprecedented third consecutive US amateur title, finishing with a record 18 consecutive match play victories before he
1: got his pro card. That's speaking for itself right there. That should, somebody should have knew he was going to be the the next the greatest the greatest yes like Jack's got the
0: majors but I don't know how you can argue with what Tiger's been doing at that age
1: to be razor focused I, I don't know I'd be how do you get like that how do you make it like
0: because you're playing you know you're playing what two or three days in a row typically, yeah, typically I think, yeah. how are you staying that way and you're not well, playing nine rounds. You're playing 18 – or for, not nine holes. You're playing 18 holes. For
1: starters, you must love golf.
0: Must love golf. Must keep focused on golf. That means no going out drinking, no partying, right, right. no women. Right. <laughs> I, that's why I couldn't do it. Yeah. Me neither. Me neither. Oh, man.
1: He, I we'll touch on it here later. He, he. – Struggle with some of that too,
0: didn't he? Oh, that's coming. Trust you know, me. I put in the work for this, son. This, uh, I'm telling everybody. This, I've been, I mean, tell him, tell him. I text you. What have I been yeah, saying I, the last this couple days? be a great episode. This is going to be our best episode ever. Best
1: episode
0: ever. I mean, yeah, I'm reading a lot of stats and that's part of it, but the top, like, I am proud of this episode and the way I've formatted this and it's a work, but I think, hands down, this going to be our best episode ever. Like, I'm super stoked. Uh, The week after winning his third U.S. Amateur title, though, Tiger played in his first tournament as a professional in the Greater Milwaukee Open. It was only one of seven events left in 1996 for him to finish among the top 125 money winners and earn a player's card for the PGA Tour. He won twice and placed among the top 30 money winners. He only had seven events to do it in, and he won twice.
1: I know, I know, you just, your, your face, your no, face. Well, blown up, I mean, I didn't know all this stuff. It's pretty cool information. Your face, every time I read something. That's pretty cool. Well, I appreciate that, dude. Yeah, he, he's, uh, I tell you, you've done a lot of work, homework here.
0: Well, I appreciate that, I'm, and I've earned myself a cigarette while yeah, well, we'll do absolutely. this. absolutely. I did not realize that lighter sound was going to be that prolific in the mic. <laughs> So I, yeah they I pick up quite a good Yep, we've got a nice little studio set up here so uh so he goes pro in the late summer early fall 96 okay so then we go to 1997 he won four PGA tour stops in 97 plus one overseas and was the leading money winner he achieved number 1 on the official world golf ranking for the most rapid progression ever to that position. And then on June 15th, 1997 in his 42nd week. So it's not even been a full year, okay? In his 42nd week as a professional, he became the youngest ever number 1 golfer at the age of 24 year 21 years, 24 weeks.
1: What was you doing at 21? Twenty-one was two
0: thousand eight, so I just was got laser, out.
1: Were you laser focused on anything?
0: Women and drinking. <laughs> I hear you. I was two thousand. Let's see. I was two thousand. August of two thousand eight, I turned twenty-one. Ended up going through a bad breakup with a girl uh, a few weeks later, and then I was born. I was working for a OFS Styline. Styline. Yeah, I was. Uh, God dang, think about how different money was back then. I was making eleven fifty an hour running the Kanban in the warehouse, pulling parts to the cabinet room, huh. and then working part-time at Home Depot. On the I was working two jobs right out the gate, yeah. That's impressive. Drinking. A lot of drinking at 21. That was what I was focused on, drinking, drinking, partying. Partying, yeah. I guess I was, too, pretty much. I mean, I never know party with no illicit substances, but by God, my liver f- made up for it. <laughs> The amount of weed I didn't smoke, the amount of cocaine I never snorted. Thank the Lord, I made up for it with drinking. Closed down happy hour and sales team many, many weekends. Oof, oof. Yeah, that's what I was doing at twenty one. What were you doing at twenty one? You already had married, kids. You already married, married kids.
1: Quit drinking at twenty one, pretty much. <laughs> I'm serious. I, I turned to legal age and quit.
0: That was age twenty one. Was when I discovered Jagermeister, Jager bombs. And then I discovered an even sweeter treat, straight Jaeger. That will mess you up. My stepmom used to get me a bottle of Jaeger for Christmas every year. My dad goes, that's the nastiest looking shit ever. <laughs> you know it's going to be a good time when I'm sitting her down in the fifth of straight Jaeger with my boys. But anyways, we're not not reliving my youth here. We're reliving Tiger's youth.
1: <laughs> we just got sidetracked for a second. That's all right.
0: Yeah, hey, that's all right. Hey. They I mean, want us
1: to liven it up and then
0: right. share personal experiences. I
1: mean, we're still kind of getting to know each other a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Where'd you go to school at, by the way? Forest
0: Park. Shout out Forest, Forest Park Rangers.
1: Rangers. Oh, I hated playing them guys.
0: Well, I mean, you Basketball. went to you went to Barreeve. I, I didn't really know that to be a. They already.
1: I mean, they always <laughs> were six foot four. Everybody was. and It was all big guys. Four. I was.
0: I was going to say I didn't know Barreeve to produce any academic or athletic standouts, but I'm just joking.
1: I've had a couple, maybe.
0: I mean, that's no lie, folks. My co-host here, well-known baseball prospect for Barreve. Shout out who?
1: Joe Rodemaker.
0: <laughs> You're going to plug him every episode, aren't you?
1: if yeah, we get a chance. Uh, he's a good coach. You know
0: what I want to do? I want to find your coach and get him to do an interview with us.
1: He probably would. I, I, I wouldn't be a bit surprised. It would be hard to find him. Yeah. If I give him a shout out, he'd probably respond for sure. Every time I see him or anywhere, he's got to speak to me. We speak.
0: That's good. Yeah. All right, continuing on. Tiger Woods won eight tiger, times. Tiger, <laughs> tiger, tiger, tiger. I don't really have nothing wrote down here for nineteen ninety eight. Um, there wasn't much to say. Tiger just dominated, and I just don't know. Apparently, I must uh, I p- might have had some. I'm still getting used to this this uh, new laptop I got. It's, nice. it's a little bit different with the, uh, the cursor pad down here. So, I accidentally delete stuff sometimes. <laughs> so, I'm sure I had something for 98. But we're just going to shoot on to 1999, the last year before the millennium. He won eight times on the PGA Tour. Uh including the PGA Championship. He won four consecutive PGA Tour events to end the year and started 2,000 with two more victories for a total of six in succession. And like I said, this is when I remember, really remember Tiger. I mean, I know I heard the name a little bit here or there, but the year 2000, the new millennium, I was 13 years old. Like, this is when I remember Tiger every day. Tiger this, Tiger that, Tiger this, Tiger that. So then in 2000, the new millennium, he won 11 events, including three professional majors in the same year and became the first player since 36-37 year to win the PGA Championship in consecutive years. He he won five times, including the Masters in 2001 and eight times worldwide. He won five times again on the Tour in 2002, seven times worldwide, and was the Tour's leading money winner in 2002 for the fourth... consecutive year so I don't know what else you can say I mean speaks for itself it sure does it really it really really does um
1: hands down the greatest I'd say for sure (laughs) for now okay so I say his boy's pretty good
0: now, I combined a few years here in my notes. I've got 11. Did I tell you I had 11 pages of yeah, notes yeah, yeah. laid out here in front on the, on the laptop? So, by this point, then I started getting smarter or lazier. I don't know what you'd call it. So, I started combining a lot of shit right, together. Right. So, from 2003 to 2006, he won a total of 20 times, led the tour's money list twice, captured four more majors, Woods then joined Jack Nicklaus as the only player to win the Grand Slam twice. His emotional win following the following year at the British Open at Royal Liverpool came two months after his father's death, which uh, that I do remember in the news. That yeah. was they were like uh, saying how it was going to screw him up and da 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 da. You know, getting off sidetrack. That's what we do here at Steel <laughs> Toes and Scoreboards. We're going to talk sports. Yeah. We're going to get sidetracked. There's certain things with athletes I've noticed trends with them losing a mother or a father. You know, Brett Favre lost his father, yeah. and then they played that Monday night football game. I can remember watching as a teenager, or I don't remember what year it was. I want to say it was like, what, 2000, 2001, 2000, whatever it was. Brett wasn't gonna play because he lost his dad and he said, No, I'm gonna play and he went out. I think they were playing the Raiders.
1: Yeah
0: and he blew their ass out, dude. Yeah. Yep. So and then Tiger loses his dad and then just comes back and like, I got this. I need to play golf. So uh something to be said for that. Yeah. Playing to honor your father,
1: Absolutely. I guess. It's a hell of a motivator. Yes, it would be. Yeah? Yeah, for sure.
0: Okay, and then in 2006, he won the PGA Championship by five strokes at Medina, the same venue where he won the event in 1999. Medina. I don't know where that's at. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure either. I've heard of it. I've
0: heard of it too, but I'm not sure where it's at. I didn't look that up. I need to get better at looking up the ones where I write that, where I write it down. I'm like, I don't really know. And then you ask me because you always do. So then I need to. Maybe the ones where I'm like, I'm not sure about that. I need to start. Right. It's a process, bro. We're yeah. learning. We're only a handful of episodes in.
1: All right? How you shoot me text and we're me,
0: We're getting more downloads every week, so obviously we're doing something right. Or they just love laughing at two idiots talking about <laughs> sports <laughs> that they can't. Worded. All right. So he began 2007 with the second consecutive. With his seventh consecutive, not second. He'd been gay in 2007 with his sec- seventh consecutive. That's a lot. That's a mouthful. Yeah, it is. You're Anyways, he day. won seven straight wins, and he ended the year with a total of seven official wins, including a second consecutive PGA championship. And then in 2008, he won four of six PGA events, including his 14th major at the U.S. Open, his last event of the year before the season-ending knee surgery when he what is he? Tore his ACL or his MCL? I remember that. I can't remember. He tore his MCL or his ACL. Plus, I'm just talking about the Dubai Classic here. He won that. And then he finished second on the tour in 2008 in the money list in just six starts. His major win at Torrey Pines. There you go. Torrey Pines was a major. Would sank a 12-foot birdie putt on the 72nd hole to force eventual 19-hole playoff, tied at an even par 71 after 18 holes the following day. He later revealed that he had played the, the tournament with a torn ACL. Okay, yeah, it was. It was a torn ACL and a double stress fracture in the same leg.
1: And he played golf?
0: And he played golf. That's Talk about a tough son of a bitch. Well, I'd reckon
1: uh, you really have to love golf, wouldn't you?
0: If I got a torn ACL, my fat ass ain't going nowhere. No. <laughs> uh, sorry,
1: work. I'm going to be out for a while. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, that's a death sentence.
1: Yeah. Oh, my god, That's a hard injury to uh, recover from it, too. Isn't it? I mean, it's a lot of You tear your, a-
0: you your ACL in football. It's always usually a year, yeah, at least. A lot of hard therapy
1: and stuff, too, I
0: guess. And you know some guys come back better, right? Uh, I think what 2012, Adrian Peterson came back for the yep. Vikings, and man, 2,000 yards he dominated. I think the days. year before was when he tore it was a torn ACL, was it not?
1: I, I can't it, remember. I think it was. I think it was. Yes. Yeah. Some
0: guys come back from ACL, they're never the same. No. Yep. Don't matter what sports you're playing. And in sports, a knee injury for some guys is the end of their career. Period. For sure. Other guys, I don't know. They're just built different, driven, something. Yeah. And they're like, this ain't going to be the enemy. Derrick Rose, 2011, MVP season, Bulls. I mean, that's what got me back into basketball was watching what Derrick Rose was doing. You know, slasher. fun fact, okay, and you can Google this. LeBron James has came out multiple times and said in 2011, 2012-ish, he feared only one person in the league, Derrick Rose.
1: really,
0: Because the way he was playing in Chicago – was a there Bron-
1: was there a better slasher? I mean, at that time,
0: going back ten years ago to Derrick Rose, at that time, probably not.
1: I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, quick first step, and man, he could uh, finish at the rim for being a point guard. That Bulls
0: team should have got a championship there. I'm not. I mean, we we're all Bulls fans when we were younger, but
1: that eleven
0: Bulls team should have. Yeah. Anyways, we're not talking basketball this week. So in 2009, Tiger returned to the winner's circle after 286 days. He was only out 286 days for a double stress fracture and a Man, torn ACL in the real. same leg. 286 days. It's not a full calendar year.
1: Right. That's insane.
0: So he ended the year leading the PGA tour in 2009 with six victories and money. He won. Uh, now, I didn't check to see if this was adjusted for inflation at $2021 $20, or not. So. All I'm going to say, in 2009, and you can check it or not, in 2009, though, his money winnings was $10.5 million. That's
1: rigging it in.
0: Cocaine and hookers. Like that YouTube (laughs) clip we always talk about at work. What would you do if you won the lottery? Cocaine and hookers. Uh, He also won his first tournament in Australia that year, and then he captured three tournaments in 2012 and five in 2013. So... And then as we all kind of know, 2013 is kind of when it all just started to really, I mean, his personal life had already fallen apart a few years prior, which we're going to get to that, but um, yeah. Life. Life. So, Sports Illustrated selected Tiger Woods as the 1996 and the 2000 Sportsman of the Year, the first to win the award more than once. The El in France selected him as the 2000 world champion of champions. The Associated Press chose Tiger Woods as the male athlete of the year for 97, 99 and 2000. He and Michael Jordan stand alone as the only athletes to ever win this award three times. Don't matter what sport you're playing. If your name's alongside Jordan, you're in pretty damn good company. That speaks for itself. Yeah, I'd say. Okay. Get this. He was chosen as the s b male out, at- and we always make fun of the ESPY awards. I can never take the ESPY serious. <laughs> I do like Jim Valvano's speech, yes. you know. Though yeah. I do, I can't, I can't uh-huh. shit all over that. But I can't shit on the ESPYS. Regardless, he was chosen as the ESPY male athlete of the year in '97, tied with King Griffey Jr. That year, he won it '99, 2000, and also in 2001. The founding members of the World Sports Academy also selected him as the 99 and 2000 World Sportsman of the Year. In 2008, Business Week made Woods number one in the Power 100 for the most influential athletes in sports history. In 2009, he was selected AP Athlete of the Decade. He received 56 of 142 votes cast by AP editors throughout the country. He was also inducted into the Stanford Athletics Hall of Fame. And it just gets better because I got a list of them, brother. So you just set tight. Just roll with me, kid. You ready? That's right. Woods was selected as the 97, 99, 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003, 2005, 2006, 2007, 2009, and the 2013 Player of the Year by the PGA Tour, Jack Nicklaus Award. And he is the PGA of America and by the Golf Riders Association of America in 97, 99, 2000 through 2003, 2005 through 2007, and 2009. Just rattled off a whole bunch of stuff.
1: You have to excuse my dog. He thinks somebody's here.
0: Is <laughs> he? Well, this would be a good time to, uh well, hang on. I'm almost done here. His adjusted scoring averages in the year 2000 and 2007 of 67 strokes were the lowest ever and earned him the Byron Nelson Award on the PGA Tour and the Varden Trophy from the PGA of America. So a whole bunch of stats I just read to people that are like, what the hell is he talking about? Well, that basically concludes a lot of the the stats and career statistics. and
1: Just the resume. His resume. The
0: resume showing yeah. you... How impressive this man is, because now is gonna be where we start to tear him down. I hate to. <laughs> what? Uh, you know, uh, I want to try to to pick the words here. What pro sports mean to me is everything, because for for a variety of reasons, because me and you are blue collar. Up every morning, we got to go to work. I always crack the joke we're playing bleeding for dollars because we're, you know, we're working less hours. And I, of course, I have child support I have to pay, but I'm raking in like, you know, 300, 400 bucks a week. If I'm lucky with overtime, 400 bucks a week, you know, and I don't care to put that out there. Business is slow right now. That's just the way it is. I understand it. We're reduced hours. I get it, you know, and I got almost 100 bucks a week, you know, and child support coming out. 300 bucks a week. You learn to make it off that. Yeah. but we struggle. Sports means so much to me because when I watch sports, I get lost in the moment. Oh, yeah, and then I man, think about yeah. these athletes and I think about the money they're making and how these guys, some of them struggled, some of them came from nothing, but now they have money, they don't have to struggle. You know, they don't have to wait two weeks to go get the stuff to change their oil because they're right. passing oil and they don't have to wait. I mean... No worry. Yeah, no worry. Like, they don't, you know... They have to have emergency surgery. You know, they don't have to worry about having insurance. They can pay the doctor themselves. You know, I'm just... And there's something to be said. These athletes, you don't... When I think of these guys, I always think they're rich. They're famous. They're the top of their game. They're playing game. They don't have no problems. They don't have no demons. You know, brother, when you're playing in an arena full of 20,000 people, you know, chant your name, you've got a football stadium filled with 50,000 people. See you to see you,
1: your head's gonna go,
0: but and brother, I mean, when the highs are high I and mean, when the lows are low, but by God, when that game's over, when that tournament ends, when you have to go back home or you have to leave, you talk about low, a low. I imagine, you know, yeah, and uh, for somebody, <laughs> luck dog, your dog is
1: <laughs> he thinks he hears somebody, there's nobody out there.
0: <laughs> I told you he was gonna be on the podcast with us, buddy. Didn't I? Have to go.
1: He's the best. Yeah.
0: Well, we'll uh, we'll just uh...
1: sorry, folks. Yeah, sorry, folks.
0: We'll be bear with us. We'll be right back. See, they'll never know we took a break. That's right. Because I'll clip it and it'll sound. Hopefully, I clip it. But uh, okay. So, but getting back to that, this is where I tear Tiger down, and we have to. The, the only way to talk about it is to tear him down. And by all accounts, it starts in the fall, the, the early winter 2009. Controversy begins. That That's when word starts coming out that Tiger had an extramarital affair with this woman named Rachel. I can't remember her last name. She worked at New York City, nightclub manager. Uh, shortly after this came out, he then gets involved in an automobile accident in Orlando, Uh, He ran his Escalade into a fire hydrant outside his house. At the time, that's when he was still married to Ellen Norgan. She pulled him out of the vehicle, supposedly. And uh, they gave him a ticket for careless driving. And, of course, you know, he took responsibility for the accident. Additional claims started servicing then, though, Mm -hmm. that he was having multiple fares. And they were ranging from cocktail waitresses to porn stars and club promoters, among other people. And basically, this is about the time when, if you remember, Tiger came out and issued a public statement admitting to being, you know, admitting to the sex scandals and the infidelity. And he apologizes and begs for forgiveness. And that's when he says he's going to take an indefinite break from golf. Like, he's just taking a break. He's not golfing. This was 2009, early 2010. And about that time, his wife, Ellen, moved out of their house. So, December of 09 to January 2010, that's when he goes to Hattiesburg, Mississippi, which is where Brett Favre's from. Uh, he checked into a sex addiction clinic. Uh, uh-huh. And at the time he's doing this, he's taking steps to repair his public image, but that's when he starts losing sponsors right away and endorsement deals. AT&T cut him out. Gatorade cut him out. General Motors. Gillette also suspended their advertisements oh. with him. So... He's already got enough goddamn money. He's not part right. of my life. He's already got enough money. He ain't got to worry about this shit. But these sponsors and these avid, they're pulling away from him. You know, public image is everything. So about a month or two goes by, and February of 2010 gets around. And uh, that's when, if you remember, and I vaguely remember seeing this every once in a while when I'd flip through Golf Digest for whatever reason, if I was at the doctor or whatever. They would have their monthly Tiger Tips column. You remember those? Yes, yeah. yeah. So February 2010, so like two or three months after this shit breaks down, they pull his column. That's when Tiger goes on TV and publicly apologizes for his actions and behaviors, and he lets us know, hey, I've been in a 45, 50-day rehab facility and a program, and I'm getting help. I have a serious sex addiction, and I'm having some mental health issues, and da-da-da-da-da. He does the song and dance for everybody. Another couple months goes by, and uh, and I vaguely remember this popping up on ESPN. Uh, We get to the Players' Championship in 2010, the spring. Uh, He withdraws from it, claiming injury, whatnot. He he pulls out. He's not going to do it, okay? Uh, And then Hank Haney, if you remember Hank, Tiger's coach for, like, you know, all seven, eight years at this point, he's like, I gotta walk away from this. It's bad press, right? So Tiger's all alone. Then we get to the summer of 2010, and that's when Tiger and Ellen both came out and say we're going for divorce. Like we're filing for divorce. We're walking away. We're done. You know, and they've got kids. Da 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 da. That's when uh, Sean Foley becomes into play as Tiger's new coach. Uh, so about a year, six months goes by, we get to 2011 to the masters in April. And that's when he sprains his MCL and his left Achilles tendon. So then a month later, he due to this injury, he withdraws from the players championship and then we get to the summer of 2011, and it just continues downhill. That's when he fires his for his longtime caddy, that uh, Steve uh, Steve Williams or Steve Wilson or whoever the hell it was, Steve Williams, I think. Williams, I think uh, fired him just up and out of the blue. So obviously something's sure amiss here. So I mean, like I said, when the highs were high, but by God, when they were low, they were low. So nothing much happens. Uh, and then we get to the winter, early winter, late fall, 2011, November, December-ish. His world ranking falls to a new low, 58, the lowest it's ever been. And that's pretty sad to think when you think, to me, 58 is pretty high considering <laughs> how many hundreds of players yeah. ranked. But for him, that's ouch. Yeah, ouch. And then in December of 2011, he has played, at this point, 107 weeks Without a victory, he places first at the Chevron World Challenge, which, coincidentally, is his own tournament. Okay. <clears throat> and then March of 2012 is when back and knee injuries force him to pull out of the Cadillac Championship and the Arnold Palmer Invite. So, nothing's really going on. He's just He's got a lot of injuries. His body's breaking down. I'm sure he's not been taking care of himself mentally. He's still a couple years off, fresh off this divorce and the the sex scandal and the cheating. So then we get to 2013 here. uh, After winning the Arnold Palmer Invitational, I have written here that he regained his number one world ranking, held the position until May of 2014. So he holds it for a little over a year. And then that's when he starts dating that beautiful, beautiful beautiful little Lindsey Vaughn the uh, US skier chick oh, Lindsey right. Vaughn yeah. yeah so May of 2013 he gets a, it gets a little high here he uh, wins a players championship from a seven times so he's got some you know he's got a little bounce back right okay so we we go about a year and April of 2014 so we go about a year he misses the cut at the masters Yeah, oh I take that back. I have that wrote down wrong. That's not right. That's that's incorrect. For the first time since Turner Pro, Tiger missed the Masters after undergoing his first surgery whatever surgery it was, microdisectomy. Then the back surgery also caused him to miss the US Open. So we go to summer of two thousand fourteen. He gets rid of his coach Sean Foley and he misses the cut at the PGA championship. He just decides, you know, Lack of a better word, fuck it. I'm shutting it down. Pulls out of the Ryder Cup, which to be honest, I've never really cared about the Ryder Cup anyways. Me neither. I mean So uh Poor Tiger at this point, <laughs> right? I mean yeah. here we are, we're in what, two thousand fourteen, so he's had a rough five year stretch here. Um I'm gonna say it again, poor Tiger. Right? Oh, yeah, <laughs> so absolutely. uh
1: being a Tiger Woods fan,
0: it was. It you know what,
1: and uh, thinking back,
0: you know it's it's a lot easier thinking back to to shit in the last decade than it was in my teenage years. But the stuff I really remember because of the advancement of technology and everything being right, right there on your phone. Right. Thinking back, you know, uh, eight years ago, seven years ago, all this stuff. To see the, everything breaking down on this dude, the crash, like literally, you know, like.
1: You had to feel for the guy. You Even do,
0: it. but at the same time, like a lot of this started with him being, you In, know. Infidelity? Or, infidelity, uh, but <clears throat> I, okay, Here, here's the thing about infidelity. I don't, take professional sports out of this. You take a vow to your significant other. I mean, I've never been a cheater. Now, and I can honestly say that to a fault. I have never been a cheater.
1: Same here, brother.
0: I've, right? Yeah. Uh, but, man, I tell you what, it don't matter what business it is. It don't matter if you're in the NBA, Major League Baseball. Professional wrestling's got a lot of them. They call them ring rats. Uh, the temptations,
1: are temptations are everywhere. Temptations are
0: everywhere. When you're on the road all the time, tell me how's this guy – I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard to be – but. By all intents and purposes, you look he brought it on himself. Yes, he did. He's Tiger Woods. He's the the king <laughs> of the mountain. Like he but he brought it on himself. Yeah. So fuck. <laughs> I mean, and it's about to hit worse because we jump right away yeah. into 2015.
1: I love Tiger Woods, by the way. Yeah. I mean but it's sad. I see. love
0: Tiger too, but I mean sad. he brought anyway, yeah. So, you know, he pulls out of the Ryder Cup. So, then we're going to jump forward, you know, eight months, whatever the math is. So, we're spring of 2015, and for the first time since 1996, he drops outside of the world's top 100-ranked golfers and finishes at number 104. So, at this point, you can't go much lower. He's already out of the top 100. This is new territory. This has never happened, and it's a full-on WTF moment.
1: you got to wonder if he still loves golf. At that
0: point, You know, honestly, here's my thought process on this. I don't think he gave a damn. Now, I could be wrong. I mean, I'm not Tiger Woods. I don't have Tiger's mentality. I don't have Tiger's money. I don't have Tiger's crew around him. I don't know what they're telling him, what's going on.
1: There definitely wasn't that focus. But I don't think
0: there's no drive there. You're hit rock bottom. You can't tell me. How can you go any higher? You can't tell me you don't feel sorry for yourself because you know you are. Yeah, you definitely I mean, athlete, professional athletes, and their millions of dollars, and their following, and their fan base, but they don't handle things like we do. But at the end of the day, you're also still a human being. But
1: all the money, you,
0: you can't tell me they're not thinking about, man, what did people used to think about me compared to now? Like I'm a shell of myself.
1: Money don't mean nothing, then, does it? No. <laughs> Wipe your ass with it,
0: flush it down the toilet. I mean, Pretty much, yeah. So. He's here. He is. He's ranked outside top one hundred. So what else could go wrong? Well, a month or two later, Tiger and Lindsay Vaughn split. Tiger's single man. So now he's got no woman. Well, I mean, you know, he's a recovering set. He's got no significant yeah, yeah, other. Yeah. He's got women. Oh. I'm I scared. don't care how squeaky clean he said he was getting. He was still <laughs> getting a piece of strange or whatever. Uh. September 2015, he undergoes his second surgery, his microdisectomy, or however you say it, and he announces his plans to return to competitive golf early next season. And then in October 2015, his third surgery, Woods has a follow-up procedure on his back. So here's a third surgery, Okay. And I have noted here. I have two errors around it. 2015 is the first time in his career Tiger missed all four majors in a, one consecutive year. So you got a whole year without your your headlining player, your money maker for your sport. Golf, yeah, it took a little bit of a dive. I wouldn't be surprised if ratings didn't dip. Well, I'm sure, they did. Yeah. I mean, we could fact check it right now, but I'm too lazy to do it. Plus, it'd take forever. But I guarantee, you ratings I guarantee, probably tanked. Yeah. That season. So, this is about the time when I really started getting into golf. The end of 2015, the beginning of 16, and I started playing in the summers, fall of 16. So, I'm, I'm really watching. I'm really starting to take an interest in it, okay? So, throughout the late spring, early summer 2016, Tiger withdrew from the Masters. He announced he wouldn't play in the U.S. Open or the Quicken Loans National because he isn't ready for tournament competition he goes ahead and then he misses the British Open or the open as i call it and the PGA Championship May of 2016 are you ready for this this is such a this is a moment how how do they say it in the radio business want to get a little emphasis on this so i'm going to draw it out i'm going to light another cigarette cuz this next stat is going to blow your mind are you ready for this May of 2016, for the first time in his career, Tiger Woods drops out of the world's top 500 rankings. Wow. That blew my mind for two reasons. Number one, that he fell that far. Number two, I couldn't even believe they were still ranking that high. <laughs> to me, I'm like, oh, after like three or 400, just shut her down. But no, uh, fell outside the top 500. Because he hadn't been active, but still. well, man, I'm knocking shit off your table. Uh, and then... <laughs> So then we get to the end, December of 2016. After being sidelined for 15 months with injuries, Tiger returns to competitive golf. So he's got a little come Yeah, right. Tiger. Tiger. All right. So before we continue, I think we I think we ought to plug another sponsor. So we will take a quick out cause I'm working this format and we'll be right back. All right, guys, we're back. Kurt, we're going to plug another sponsor and this one. You might get a kick out of, uh, Will you please tell our listeners what you were doing when I walked into your house? Nothing dirty, folks. Nothing dirty. Tell, tell everybody what you were doing.
1: I'm playing my guitar.
0: Okay. Would you like to know about our next sponsor? Well, actually, our next unofficial sponsor. Absolutely. Glary Guitars. Check them out at glarymusic.com. That's G-L-A-R-R-Y. Glarymusic.com. Check them out on Facebook. Uh... I purchased two galleries back in January, which I showed you one. I purchased one acoustic for me and one for my friend. And you talk about I got these guitars for under a hundred dollars, and you think you know you see under a hundred dollar guitars, you're like this is not quality. This is a great sounding acoustic. I call it a cannon guitar because it is loud. I need to bring
1: it along. Let me play it one day.
0: You seen pictures of right? it, yeah, right? The red. It got the red. The red mat with it but uh give them a call check them out uh look them up on facebook 606 404 6286 like i said i purchased two of them in january one for me one for my best friend zach and uh love them you'd think you know you're buying an acoustic for under hundred dollars they're gonna be trash and that's absolutely not the case this is a quality guitar I mean, would it stand up against a two thousand dollar Martin? No, but it would. It would hold it for a while. But uh, anyways, so there's our. Now, look at this. Plugging unofficial sponsors. Everybody we're plugged so far, we're just into a verbal agreement with. That makes me excited for the well, future. Yeah, for sure. I like You're it. smiling. I told you. I, I told you at work this week. I said I've been putting in work all week on the building the brand side of this thing.
1: Yeah, I definitely.
0: Again, shout it, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Steel Toes and Scoreboards. Uh, okay, Kurt. March 2017, on the 20th anniversary of his first major win by a record 12 strokes at Augusta, Tiger, Tiger, <laughs> Tiger misses the Masters and his fifth straight major. So he comes back, but he misses the Masters. So, a month later, he has his fourth surgery since the spring of 2014 to relieve the lingering pain in his back and leg. I have a quote here from Tiger. It says The surgery went well, and I'm optimistic this will relieve my back spasms and pain. When healed, I look forward to getting back to a normal life, playing with my kids, competing in professional golf, and living without the pain I have battled so long. I would like to thank all the fans for staying in touch and their kind wishes. The support I've received has never waned, and it really helps me get through this tough and trying time. And then, so we're like, oh, man, you know, how low can this go? And this poor guy's had problems. And then a month later is the infamous May 2017 DUI arrest in Juniper, Florida. This was not alcohol-related. This was he fell asleep at the wheel and failed multiple sobriety tests. This was a a reaction to multiple prescription medications from his back surgery. So, this is when it really, in the mug shot. And for those of you listening that don't know, this is where you need to get in your Google machine. I love saying Google machine. (laughs) Get in your Google machine and Google Tiger Woods 2017 DUI and you just look.
1: A broken guy, he's broken.
0: You know if there was ever a word for a broken man inside and out. He does not look at all. You know what I'm talking about. You can see it in your mind right now, can't you?
1: Yes, it did look like him.
0: I seen that picture and I was like, wow, how the mighty have fallen. And it was at this point. And I want to go ahead and clear the air here. It is at this point in my life, I said Tiger Woods is done. Done. If he ever competes again, it'll never be the same. If he competes again, the guy might get a tour win here or there, maybe. Done, basically. But basically done. No more majors. No more nothing. So, and that's what I have written in my notes. I said he was finished. He was done. Uh, as a C, but, you know, he proved us all wrong. Yes. He, he
1: wasn't quite done yet.
0: No, so that was yeah. 2017,
1: I should say. And he would have been 40, 40- yeah. 42, or
0: something like that. So, <clears throat> but, uh, I'm trying to find. I'm lost in my notes here. So, <laughs> technical difficulties. Kurt, fill time for us.
1: 2018 was where he was at. <laughs> you know, he's broken man.
0: Yeah, broken man. And Do you want to know how broken he was? Not sure. Okay, well, he missed the cut at the Farmer's Open in January of 17, pulled out of the Tournament da 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 da. He wouldn't play in the 2017 Masters da 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 da. The surgery, the hero, or the DUI, the World Challenge in the Bahamas, nothing right about there. So we're just gonna jump straight into 2018 because just my notes are at this point now. I've I had some notes saved on my phone. That's where I ran out of notes. That was 11 pages of notes on the laptop, by the way. pretty good right Oh yeah, so now we're gonna copy some of these notes I have on my phone here Uh, I wish I would put these on there Um, we're just gonna jump at some point in 2017 or 2018 he came back into competition play again I don't have it written down where he did I just made the note that he did so the the next date that I have down to give you a timeline was March 11th of 2018 he had played the Valspar championship in Florida And he finished one shot back, tied for second. Uh, That was his first top five finish on the tour since 2013 or 2014. Okay, so it's like, okay, here he is now. We're a year or so removed from the DUI, the embarrassing, embarrassing DUI arrest where everybody wrote this guy off. And like I said, every single person listening to this podcast, probably, well, there ain't very many, but I should say everybody in the world Pretty much wrote him off. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so, you know, and Tiger just quietly started making a comeback. We didn't think much of it. He then tied for sixth with a score of 500 par at the 2018 Open. Okay, that's getting a little... Okay, and then this is what I remember. At the last major of the year in 2018, the PGA Championship. This is the one won by Brooks Kepka. and I love Brooks Koepka. Uh, our boss... I can't remember if he's a Brooks fan or not a Brooks fan. I don't remember what he told me because we've talked about Brooks before. Adam, when you listen to this, make sure you shoot me a text and clarify. I can't remember if you're not a Brooks guy or you are a Brooks guy, but uh, I remember watching the tournament this whole weekend. This was one of the first tournaments I actually got to watch because of my work schedule. I got to watch every single day. I was so super excited about that, especially with a newborn in the house. Uh. He finished second, two shots behind Brooks. It was his best result in a major since 2009 when he finished second in the 2009 championship. It moved him up to 26 in the world rankings. His final round of 64 was his best ever final round in a major. And I can remember the freaking internet was a buzz, on fire. And on my Facebook page, I shared multiple posts about it. Tiger. Tiger. I'm gonna do this for Tiger. So okay, now we had some womp won womp moments. Now we're getting some moments, okay? And I remember the headline. I don't remember what who I shared it from. It might have been Bleacher Report. It might have been ESPN. I shared it on my Facebook and in big bold letters it said, Is Tiger back? And then I remember reading the comments. Some people are like, "Oh, he's got more to prove, he's got more to prove. But More so, more people were commenting, Tiger is back. Tiger is back. I remember I was kind of to the point where I was like 50-50 on it. Like, hey, he's had some good rounds, but how many times do we see these athletes who are past their prime end up with a few more last hurrah moments?
1: Another injury possibly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So this is where we're starting to get good. So then Tiger got back in the winner's circle. The 80th win of his career, so he's two away from tying Sam Sneed. September 23rd, 2018. He won the season-ending tour championship at East Lake. He shot rounds of 65, 68, 65, and 71 to win by two strokes. And then this is why we're here. April 14th, 2019. Tiger Woods won the Masters, his 15th major, his first major in 11 years. He finished 13 under par to win by one stroke over Dustin Johnson and Brooks Kepka. At age 43, Tiger Woods became the second oldest golfer ever to win the Masters after Jack Nicklaus, who was 46 when he had his magical 86- season triumph there in August of 2019 Tiger announced on social media that he was going to undergo surgery to repair minor cartilage damage and that he had an arthroscopic procedure during the tour championship he was also Woods had also stated that he was walking and intended on traveling and playing in Japan in October before we get to that I want to point out through four rounds at the 2019 Masters In round one, Tiger shot a 70, two under par. Round two, he shot a 68, four under par. So on day three, which would have been what? Your Saturday? Saturday. Round three, shot a 67. At that point, he was five under par. So And then round four on Sunday, when he won, he shot a 70, two under par. So they had gained some ground on him. And you want to know the saddest part about this? I watched day one. Miss day two, day three, and day four, so I never seen it happen in real time. I, see I remember that. seeing the news and the feed, like, "Hey, tigers, tigers doing this," and I'm like, you know, but it's it's Sunday. He's forty, you know, something years old. It's not going to happen. Son of a bitch! If I could go back and see it in real time, I watched it
1: earlier. I watched. You, I, watched I, last I know
0: you text me. You're like, "Hey, I've been watching the Masters. I
1: watched the last two holes. It was pretty cool."
0: Now, Did he look like the tiger of old?
1: Yes, he had the swagger. The drive he
0: had in his twenties, uh, the only difference is now he's a grizzly old veteran. Yeah, used... he
1: still had a little swag in there, you know. But a little swagger. Yeah, a little swagger. Not over too much, you know, but Yeah, he looked good. He looked like the old tiger. Smile on his face.
0: I wish I could have seen it, dude. I mean I've watched it I've watched it back on my YouTube I mean, a you, dozen times.
1: You watched tiger stare down a shot he was back to that yeah i mean you could tell he was gonna locked in locked in <laughs> I mean, you can tell when the guy's yeah getting ready to step up or take his shot when he's judging his shot and everything you could just feel it uh, just about to tell if he's gonna make a good shot or not
0: <laughs> so we're going to jump to last year, 2020, the year of forgottenness in sports in the world. He played his first 2020 PGA event at the Zozo championship, which was the first PGA tour event ever played in Japan. Woods, who had played a highly publicized skin game earlier in the week at the same course as the championship had at least a share of the lead after every round of the range of late tournament, giving him a three, Stroke victory over Hidi Matsuma. I can never pronounce his name. Hideki. 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 Isn't it Hideki? Yeah. That win gave him his 82nd win on tour, which was what tied him with Sam Sneed. And then December 23rd of this past year is when he had surgery on his back for a fifth time. This was to remove the disc fragments that were pinching a nerve and causing him pain. So... And then, that's about really all I have for stats in his career and the ups and the falls and the downs. But, I mean, I've got some other. You've,
1: you've painted a pretty good picture. Well, I mean, I've
0: got some other stuff I want to talk about here and roll down here. Uh, you know, we were talking about Nike. And for years, Nike was, you know, basically Tiger, especially the Nike Golf. Nike Golf was Tiger. Not all of Nike was Tiger, but the Nike Golf was Tiger. Okay, my clubs are a set of Tiger Victory Series Reds, Nike Irons, Drivers, everything. I carry an Adam. Shout out Adam Sweet, our wonderful boss. Uh, By the way, Adam's going to be out for a couple weeks. He's having some surgery, which I'm sure he'll kill us for putting his stuff out there but if y'all listening could uh send some good thoughts this man's way who you some of you have no idea who he is but you just hear him reference it he's a he's our boss yeah, yeah. but he's also a pretty good guy he's yeah. a damn good friend and pulling uh for him, for sure. we're pulling for you buddy uh, hope everything goes good uh gotta go all the way to cleveland ohio for this so uh we love you dog yep. and uh Anyways, Adam gives me shit about this because I carry my clubs in a Tiger Buick bag. It's autographed. It's not physically autographed by him, but it's the autographed print. And it's the Buick bag he carried for years. That's what I'm carrying my clubs in. He's just jealous. (laughs) He's like, why are you carrying your clubs in that bag? It's like a $700 bag. I don't know. I think I did it when I got it just to uh, brag to everybody. I didn't realize it. And then it got all smushed from being in the truck and the cart and everything. So, but uh, <laughs> Nike Golf was dominated by ty- like, look how much money. Uh, I want to throw a figure at you, okay? All right. A money figure. Nike Golf was one of the fastest growing brands in the sport, with an estimated six hundred million dollars in sales. Sales driven directly by support and endorsement of Tiger Woods. They're estimating that $600 million of their Nike golf sales are directly the result of Tiger Woods.
1: That's pretty impressive. Wow.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Nike golf is is Tiger.
1: It's a lot of scratch.
0: Uh. I could go through a list here. What the view uh, listeners can't see is I have now jumped on my phone to uh, go through some notes, and now I'm I'm also on the Google machine fact checking a couple things. But Tiger's involved in so much shit. He it, with Buick, he was involved in 2002 with helping the launch of Buick's Rendezvous SUV. Uh, they gave him money. Tigers in February 2004, Buick renewed Tigers endorsement contract for five more years, which would have ended about the time in 2009, the year that everything started to fall down. $40 million just to endorse Buick and be sponsored by. So, I mean, that's, you know, uh, February 2007, Tiger Woods, Roger Federer became ambassadors for the Gillette Champions marketing campaign. 10 million to 20 million. October 2007, Gatorade announced that Woods would have his own brand of sports drinks starting in March 08. Gatorade Tiger was his first U.S. deal. Although no figures I were officially disclosed, Golf Week magazine reported it was for five years and could pay him up as much as $100 million. Unfortunately, the company decided in early fall 2009 to discontinue the drink due to weak sales. And now that I think about it, th- trying to think back, that time period, I remember hearing something about a Tiger Gatorade. I don't ever remember seeing one. I, me neither. It says here discontinued it due to weak sales. So evidently, it went to market. Right. I just don't remember ever seeing one.
1: I never had one or seen one. Uh,
0: what else do I got here? He, You know, the Tiger Woods PGA games, he was talking about that. These were six-year contracts worth millions of dollars he was signing. Uh fuck, well, I mean I got so much stuff here. Uh Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh Here we go. Woods has appeared on Forbes list of the world's highest paid athletes. According to Golf Digest, Woods made from okay. This here Is from nineteen ninety six to two thousand seven. Okay, so this is an eleven year period. Prime eleven year period. Ninety six to two thousand seven. Golf Digest, according to them, Woods made almost seven hundred and seventy million dollars. I'm just gonna. Just, we're just gonna hold this in for like five minutes. I mean, <laughs> seven hundred seventy million dollars. That's a bunch of scratch. Eleven-year period, and that's because of his earnings and all the endorsements. Uh, Forbes Magazine, which I love, Forbes Magazine, because uh, I always wanted to be rich. They estimated he could indeed become the world's first professional athlete to earn over a billion dollars after accounting for the $10 million bonus he received for the FedEx Cup title uh, in 2010 they had estimated Forbes did his net worth to be $600 million, making him the second richest person in color behind Oprah Winfrey um, what I want to do real fast while well, I have my phone up here uh, and I want to apologize to our listeners I was not prepared you were talking to me about how much money Tiger is worth now. And you can never really completely agree with these estimated net worths, but the problem is they get it pretty close. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and uh, look and see what his net worth is estimated at for 2021. So uh, get ready for this. Son, (laughs) throw a figure at me. Oh I don't just hundred. Hundred what? Million. Million? You're saying his net worth? And you gotta keep in mind, like I always say, these net worth websites you can never really fully I mean, I really don't. Eight hundred and fifty million dollars estimated twenty twenty one is his net worth.
1: I was only off by Yeah,
0: he was only <laughs> off by like seven hundred and fifty fifty million dollars, you know. It's only half off by yeah. three quarters of a billion. Yeah. I mean, sure bet. Sure <laughs> bet. Sure bet. <laughs> uh, That's
1: an insane amount of money.
0: It's a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, it is. I told you I think this could be our best episode. Probably be one of our longer episodes.
1: a million dollars, I'd be too.
0: Oh, man. I, I, I gotta stop kicking the table yeah. or mics. Uh, we need some shock mounts for these babies. Um... Tiger's impact on the sport of golf and his impact on kids playing. Like, what do you right, what do you got, think about well, Tiger? Well,
1: yeah, he put a lot of good golf back, back up on the map. You know, I mean, a lot of younger kids started playing golf because of him. Because of Tiger Woods, yeah. And I think you can see we should be able to start seeing that now. The influences there because
0: it's about that time. About that time, you know, yeah.
1: Who's going to be the next one? Is there a next one? His boy's pretty he's good. He's got his boy. Adam his talks about his kid yeah, all the time. I watched a little bit on him this afternoon, too. And impressive. And
0: he's, he's smart, too, because he's built a brand for himself outside of golf. Like, what he's done and what he accomplishes and what he's worth. And he's got his hands in everything. He's involved in – So much. He's got a foundation, and they've got courses, and they're – I think I I read a a golf school or something, an institute. Like,
1: he's – You think he'd give that all up if he could change him instances where he was a broken man?
0: If I'm Tiger, I'm going to say no because – and the reason I'm going to say no is because I think all that that nine-year period there between when the downfall started and his master's comeback, I think people shitting on him all over the internet and the people saying things behind his back that wouldn't say it to his face, I think that's what motivated him. If I'm Tiger, I'm saying no, but Tiger, I don't know. I think... Tiger's a competitor, and can you imagine if he could have just kept that focus and everything was all peachy in his life? Could my God, the son of a bitch might have twenty four majors, and we might be talking how Nicholas is oh second. But yeah, I mean, no doubt about it. I mean, I mean that's that's all. Here's that's the great thing about debating sports. Yeah. What if? The uh, what if? What if special? What if Tiger never?
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> It won't be I don't see it being duplicated just good, what he's done already I mean good word duplicated duplicated yes i don't
0: I don't think you think there'll ever be another tiger woods these athletes that come along how fortunate are we to be where we are in life at the age we are I mean you're you know you're kind of north of fifty there old man or well about fifty. I mean, but to 50. see these lifetime athletes, to see what you've seen since you've been alive, what you can remember, and then what you've watched through, thank God, tell, and what I can remember like the dominance of Jordan, the dominance yeah. of Richard Petty, Gretzky, Tiger, Earnhardt, Earnhardt, uh, you know.
1: Yes. Larry Birds. <sighs>
0: Magic gun. I keep hitting you with that Magic Bird episode. I'm not saying it's going to happen next week, but it's going to happen, will, soon.
1: It'll happen. It'll soon. I think I'm
0: going to pick that episode for next week. We'll get to that more here in just a little bit. Uh, we need to finish up Tiger. Uh, to be completely honest, I don't know what Tiger's kid's going to do. But I mean, if he's got Tiger's genes, I mean... <laughs> Lookout world just but
1: but I've seen of him
0: I've only seen him a couple times pretty, and I mean I'm impressed I'm
1: pretty impressed I can't play golf like that me neither but uh it'd be it might be the only shot that somebody would have to duplicate anything he's done that's true yeah unless like I say there's a prodigy we don't know about yet it's just in the making or who knows but that'd be tough tough shoes to feel there for sure yeah
0: but the whole point of this episode was supposed to be the rise fall and die dominance and the the climb back to his 2019 masters and and what he's accomplished and looking back on a career I don't know you know if at the end of the day this is the this is the age-old debate in every sport stats or championships whatever yeah Jack's got Jack's got three more majors. Tiger's got a lot of those stats in the records. For me, the greatest golfer I've ever seen, other than Nicholas and Palmer, is Tiger. And yeah. you know, me and you talked the other week about, you know, we did our typical Jared Kurt, either, either or one. You know, you said Nicholas, I said Palmer. Think you know that'd be an episode one day too. Think about the rivalry just between Jack and Arnie.
1: Oh yeah, I'm sure.
0: I mean, I'm always gonna you know. It's funny as what
1: they kept it professional too. That was awesome, you know. Jack always said
0: Arnie was better than him. Arnie always said Jack was better than him. You know, I mean, that's the whole Peyton Brady rivalry, which you know you missed that episode, asshole. Peyton always said Tom was the better athlete. Tom always said Peyton was the better champion. That's what I like to see. I like to see guys that... Respect. Yeah, everybody likes trash talk like we talked about in the first episode with Draymond Green, but at the same time, I like to see professionalism. I like to see guys... At the
1: end of the day, there should be a lot of respect amongst one another. Oh,
0: hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. But uh, I don't know, man. I, to me, it's it's it rises and sets with... I want to say it to you like this. Uh, I want to borrow a quote that I had gave to you. Um, I'm getting so nervous. I just got goosebumps thinking about this. I want to, to, to sum this up, I want to give you a quote that I had gave you last year when we were talking basketball. You had said something about Wilt Chamberlain and, and Magic and Bill Russell and and this and that. And I said, you can say who you can put whoever you want on the face of Mount Rushmore, but the mountain's still being carved out of Bill Russell. You remember I said that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You can put Tiger on the Mount Rushmore golf, and that's fine. But at the end of the day, people are going to argue that the mountain you're carving that out of is Jack Nicholas. But to me,
1: he did. Hey, Jack Nicholas was a great golfer, but did, did he kept, did he capture a nation? I mean, that's it, the thing. Did he did he did he
0: drive TV ratings? Did he? <laughs> and, and think about think about how different this was. There was no social media back then. Right. There right. was no. You had to get all your sports from the paper or the radio. There was no ESPN back in those there was days. No podcast. There's yeah. no podcast. Shout out steel toes and scoreboards, right. baby. Hey, hey, yeah. Yeah. Woo. I love it. I love it. But uh, at the end of the day, people are going to say that the mountain you carve Mount Rushmore out of is Jack Nicholas and Tiger's face is up there. But I could be one of these people that make you think that because of what Tiger's stuff did in the modern age, that you carve the mountain out of Tiger and you just put Palmer and Nicholas, and gets, I'm going to say Ben Hogan. That gets my vote right there. And Sam Sneed's face up there. Yeah. yeah, tie, yeah. The mountain's being yeah. carved out of tiger. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I need to think of a cool episode title for this, and I'm, I'm going to try to work that in there. The mountain, the rise and fall, and climb back to the mountain, and you carve the mountain out of tiger. I'll figure something out. I'll have to play with the title tomorrow during editing. No, no. But, uh,. I don't know, dude. There's never going to be another Tiger. I don't believe. There's a lot of great athletes. There's a lot of I can think off the top of my head a bunch of guys I like watching golf right now. Uh, Jason oh, yeah. Day was my favorite for years. Uh, you know, Dustin Johnson, which by the way, isn't he dating Wayne Gretzky's daughter or married to her? Do you not know. I do. I'm pretty sure. Anyways, I mean it's a point anyways. Uh okay. I think that. Pretty much right. What else you want? You want to say anything else about Tiger? Uh, I think the impact that he had, um, how many lives he's influenced, not just in golf, but through some of his charity foundations and everything.
1: Shout out, that's a good deal.
0: He's he's a great guy. Yeah, he's had his demons. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's at the end of the day, I right. fucked up more times than I can count. Yeah, you, you have know, too. Oh yeah, for sure. I've done things I'm not proud of. Who are we to set in judgment of the guy? That's right. That's right. But uh. I think that about wraps it up. So, Good episode, dude. I mean, we got some other things we got to finish up here, uh, but I think we're going to kind of shift away from Tiger now. And uh, there's something I wanted to try because we're working on a format for the episode, and we're giving everybody a lot of content in this episode here. So there's something I want to try. And I had brought this up to you at work. I kind of want to do a word association <laughs> to kind of give a rundown of some things going on in sports and You're like, well, i got to just say one word, right? I'm like, well, i prefer you keep it as short as possible, and then if you want to explain or not. But here's what I'm going to do to you. I'm going to put you, and we're going to call it the hot seat. The hot seat. Because I can't think of nothing else right now. So we'll figure something out. And I think we're going to do this every episode towards the end. So I'm going to put you in the hot seat, and I'm going to give you a list of could be names, could be events, could be sports. I'm just going to give you a list of some things. And you don't have to keep it to one word. Okay. I mean, but the less you say, kind of the better. Kind of think of making an impact. So, I'm going to give you some things here. And I want to see.
1: Start me off something easy. Well,
0: you might want to go ahead and light up that Marlboro light there because I think you're going to need it. Okay. So, we're going to temporarily shift away from Tiger, and we'll come back and get back on Tiger for the closing few seconds here. But so a lot of things kind of went down in sports the last few weeks and uh, Mike Tajetski, coach of Duke, announced that after this upcoming season will be his last. What do you think about Mike Coach K, I should cuz I, I can never pronounce Kajetsky very good. What do you think about Coach K's end of an era? End
1: of a dynasty a little bit.
0: Yeah. Okay. Also this week about the same time it Came down that Danny Ainge was possibly stepping down as what is he the CEO or the general manager of the Celtics? CEO, I think so. Give me something, Danny Ainge stepping down. What he's done for Boston over the years, Danny Ainge stepping down. Oh, bad deal. Bad deal.
1: Bad deal. Okay. If you're a Celtic fan, yeah. Yeah. Danny Ainge is pretty tough, pretty scrappy player. Yeah. Okay.
0: Last night, or the night before, I think it was the it was Thursday night, for the first time in his illustrious career, and you, I can already see it on your face, LeBron was handed a first right. seri- first round loss in the NBA postseason for the first time in his career. They're out. They're out.
1: Wow. <laughs> what?
0: I don't remember what it said. I think it was uh, fourteen and one, or fifteen and one, or sixteen and one, whatever the number was. But that's the first time in his career.
1: King LeBron, not so much anymore. He's getting up there in years.
0: Dude still got a lot left though.
1: I think he does. Didn't they have? They had a lot of injuries there this year too. Huh? I get. I, I mean, get, everybody says next man up, you know, but sometimes you you lose a. I I have
0: a friend of mine that I used to work with down at the Foundry that we talk a lot of sports, and he'd sent me a message. Apparently, he's been checking out the podcast every week. So, shout out, dude. I appreciate it. He goes, "Uh, you got to stop dry humping LeBron on your podcast, for lack of a better word. I was, he's like, you don't remember 10 years ago when you sat down and you called him uh, Queen James or you know, queen, LeBitch or whatever. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, I turned the cheek. I gave LeBron a second pass. Like I gave him a pass. Like I turned the cheek on LeBron because of what he's done when he's been faced with adversity and he's taken teams and completely put them on his back. back. Yes. But, uh, so I get accused of, uh, you know, well, but, uh, to, if I was going to do this same hot seat to myself, LeBron's first season, uh, unbelievable! Unbelievable. Yeah. Like a postseason without him in the conference finals, be weird. or the finals. Weird. Yeah, weird. Uh, hot seat. Tiger Woods is legacy when he's when he hangs it up, whether he goes to the Senior Tour or not. The legacy when it's all said and done. The greatest. greatest. Goat officially a goat no no not yet you got a little see a little more or what i think he's the goat oh man you gotta hang your hat on that no not yet not yet no. fuck it send it i'll do it tiger woods greatest of all time i said it i'll do it i'll eat the backlash eat the heat messages on facebook Steel toes and scoreboards, direct all the heat to me, leave Kurt out of it. I'll go ahead and say, it. you're talking about golf, Tiger, goat. Sorry, Jack. You got three more majors. Tiger revitalized the sport. Tiger drew ratings. Tiger moved merchandise.
1: Now that I see your excitement, you're in and I'm I to change my mind now.
0: No, no, you done, you done hung your hat, bro. This is all me. I'll eat well, the heat on this. This
1: boy's still out there yet. Now I don't know. I mean, maybe the apple don't fall far from the tree. Okay. So uh,
0: I think uh, we're going to start to really tidy this one up now um, or get close to it. What do you think? I told you I felt I texted you at like 1230 last night. You know, my, uh, I had the kids for an overnight. You know, I get them every Friday and then I get them every other weekend. But I get them every Friday night regardless. And uh, the girls never seem to the girls always want to end up sleeping with me. Bentley will sleep on the couch watching TV. Uh, I shouldn't have said his name, but whatever. We're, but the girls always end up in my bed. So I got this king-size bed. I got these two cute little three-year-old and seven-year-old, and somehow I always end up in the morning with my fat ass on the edge and four feet in my back. But uh, they were sleeping in my bed, and I was laying across it the other way, and I text you, and I, and I said it, and I text you two or three times a day. I'm like, this is going to be the greatest episode we've ever done.
1: Hang on. Hang on to the moments you just talking about there, too. They don't stay little forever.
0: No, my three year old, she's. Uh,
1: I know you're uncomfortable, you know, laying on a corner, babe. <laughs> deep down, you wouldn't trade it for anything, would you?
0: How many times have you been with me at work and I've, you know, I've pulled my phone out on the production floor? <gasps> womp, womp, womp. And you open it up and there's a picture of the kids right there every time. No, no. But, uh, anyways, uh, but. I think this episode was was dope. Like I told you, I think this will be our best episode. It probably end up being our longest episode. We're at a right now we're at 2 hours and 3 minutes and I think our Warriors episode was a 205 and we still got a few more minutes before we wrap this up. So we're going to crush that, but Time,
1: time's been flying. But I've had fun. It's, yes. Uh, It'd be amazing to see the stats. The, thanks for all the homework you've done on that. it. Hey, there, man. There's a lot of stuff here. That... Thanks
0: for being my co acre, because when you're not here and I just talk to the mic like myself, I
1: feel like an idiot. Uh, I didn't say much tonight, but that's okay. That's the thing, though. It's just somebody
0: to talk to. Now, what you were passionate about last week was your baseball episode. And, you know, the few people that talked about it loved it. I mean, they they were able to see the passion you had which got them excited. Uh,
1: that's good for baseball.
0: That that is good for baseball. So save baseball. That was your PSA, right?
1: I said, hope that this is good for golf. I mean, it should be. I mean, Tiger Woods. Wow,
0: he's got to go to the senior tour. Like, I don't, I don't think he's done. Like, I, I don't know. Like, that's just what you're used. To. That's what guys do. They go to the senior tour. I hope he does. I think he will. Watch him dominate the senior tour, a bunch of guys. out
1: <laughs> Would be a bit surprised.
0: I got a Jack Nicklaus story for you, sticking with golf, and I know we're hopping all over the place. But uh what these guys do on the senior tour, and I think I've talked to you about this, and I've, I've watched this clip I bet you a hundred times, and Adam will know, you know, because me and him talked about it, there's a clip out there, f- filmed about a decade ago. I don't remember who was with Jack, but they were on this green, and it was a screwed up looking green. And the guy's like a he's on the it's and it's a huge green. The guy's like a hundred yards from the hole, and he's like, "You can't put it." Nicholas is like, "What?" He said, "You, you can't put it, Jack. I'm gonna have to get us the lob wedge or something here on the green. I can't put it." Sure you can. Oh, you can putt it. No, Jack, you can't. And he goes. Let me see that. He comes in there and he throws his ball down right beside that guy's, and he takes one look at. I bet you he don't look at that son of a bitch five seconds, and he hits it and sinks a hundred yard putt. And he goes, "See, easy." Talk about swagger, and, he, and that's the stuff they're doing on the senior tour. Yeah. Imagine Tiger out there. My God, man.
1: Yeah. I can't wait. I hope he does.
0: Oh, God.
1: Hope he can stay healthy.
0: What a hell of an episode.
1: Yeah, good episode.
0: So, uh, we are going to plug one more sponsor right before we uh, exit out of here. This one I just acquired. Shouldn't have been texting and driving. It was uh, voice to text, though, while I was driving Bluetooth through the radio. It was uh, talk to text. I set us up another unofficial sponsorship, and I got a cool story about this one, and we'll get to that in just a second. But this is the part of the episode now where I pull out the list of papers with 40-something episodes and then a a side list with the future world series I want to talk about, too. And this is where I'm like, hmm, what are we going to do? And like I always say, we're not going to do every one of these episodes. We're not going to follow every one of these episodes in order. But this is where I have to decide what we're going to do next week because I have to start research immediately tomorrow night to get ready for a week because I never know what I'm going to say. So now, go all the way down here and I'm going to cross off Tigers 2019 Masters, which was a great episode. There we go. I believe this was a good episode. Yeah. So now. I'm torn with what do we talk about now or do we do one of our first ever what if special episodes? What to do? I don't know. Do we, you really blew my mind last week, by the way, because one of the options I gave you was uh top 10 Pittsburgh Steelers of all time. And as I turned to my, over my shoulder, I see your <laughs> Ste- Steelers wall, just a, an ungodly, horrific Steelers mural back here. See, I got it that, wrote down right there. It's not that bad, isn't it? I, got it? I got it wrote down right here. Episode 31, Jack versus Arnie. There's literally thirty-eight episodes, 39 episodes I have mapped out so far. Cool. Whether we do them all or not, or we might, definitely. We might add some to the list. Oh, right eventually, now. yeah. Well, and then I got this list here of World Series I want to talk about. Speaking of that, I mean, because we're we're closing out. When me and you close out. We tend to jump over everything for a few minutes. Do you want to know the number one World Series I have listed on here? Sure. So these these are future World Series I want us to talk about sometime. You want to know what I got first? 85 World Series. Royals.
1: Royals, Cardinals.
0: And then the second to last, 86 World Series.
1: Uh, Mets, Red Sox.
0: And then test your knowledge one more time. The very last one I have wrote down, and I have a star beside it. I don't remember why I put the star beside it. I think it's because it's widely considered one of the top three World Series of all time. 1975.
1: Athletics? No, r- uh, Reds?
0: I want to say it was Reds.
1: Big, Reds. Big Red Machine was that here. Yes.
0: That's why. Wh- everything I've ever learned about baseball in history is that it was widely regarded as one of the top three World uh, Series of all time. Argue, maybe the greatest. Uh, maybe
1: the greatest. Argument.
0: Who the hell were they playing? The Reds and the uh,
1: Red Sox, wasn't it?
0: Was it the Reds and the Red or Sox? Or was it the A's? I don't know. We'll find I, that out I one I have been four years old. So. Well, damn it, now you got me looking. I'm not even saying we're going to pick that episode, but now you want me. I'm going to hop on the Google machine and suck some more time out of the listeners' lives here. Strimsky
1: and Newt boys, I think.
0: 1975 World Series. The infamous game. Reds and Red Sox. Yeah. Damn, you don't miss much, do you, kid? Not when it comes to baseball, not right? When it comes to baseball, right? I got that same flex too, but it's with pro wrestling. <laughs> Weird flex. Weird flex. Oh, okay. The WW. There's gonna. I'm gonna. Some point. I'm gonna get you to do an episode on pro wrestling. Well, I don't we'll know. Do we'll do I don't know what you're gonna. Well, gonna, what you're gonna uh, contribute to it?
1: but Evansville <laughs> Coliseum. Uh, I tell you what, Lance Russell, Dave Brown.
0: Oh, Lance Russell, the uh, best wrestler. You know, people talk about Gordon Soley and what he did for the NWA and Jim Crockett Promotions. But to me, it begins and ends with Lance Russell and Dave Brown, the old Mid-South Coliseum. They used to run Mid-South Coliseum on Monday nights, Tuesday night to Louisville Gardens, Wednesday night to Coliseum in Evansville. Jerry the King Lawler. Jerry the King Lawler, yeah. superstar Bill Dundee. Dundee, Austin Idol, Joe LaDuke, the fabulous Hope ones. Steve Kern and Stan Lane, the fab. Uh,
1: that's where, that's, that's that's where my history –
0: Okay, you know, like I grew up watching – Vince McMahon and the WWE product and everything, but I grew up... Dutch Mantel. I got my picture taken with Dirty Dutch at Forest Park when I was a little boy. I got it somewhere. Cool. Cool. Got my picture taken with him at Legends Wrestling cool. 10 years ago. Did, uh, Dustin
1: Rhodes, was he a part of that, too? The American Dream?
0: I don't know if Dusty ever did a stop in Memphis or not. I don't,
1: I don't, I don't either.
0: Man, we better stop with this, Kirk, because yeah. this episode will run for it because we'll get sidetracked talking about. We need to pick an episode for next week. It falls on
1: you. He said oh. He's gonna pick one. I know. I say I'm gonna pick one, but he's surprised I picked golf over the Steelers. I know, <laughs> but you're well
0: because I gave you the top ten Steelers, and I think you just were too much of a sissy to try to pick ten <laughs> of your favorite Steelers. <laughs> you know, I'm looking and there's so many good choices on here, but three episodes are sticking out to me right now. And I have to pick one, uh, the three episodes that are sticking out. The first one, I just have it labeled from the university of Kentucky. And what that means is that was basically when I mapped this list out a month ago, it was going to talk about why there's not any more dynasties in college basketball and why Kids are going to Kentucky and all these big programs because all they're doing is getting prepped for the NBA. John Calipari, for all intents and purposes, is only known as a coach because he puts kids in the NBA. And I think that one was going to be more delving into why there's no dynasties in college basketball anymore. Then the next one that's sticking out to me right now was the Subway Series. Yankees-Mets-2000 World Series. For whatever reason... That stuck out to me, and I think it was just because at the time in the year two thousand new millennium, it's just like holy shit the the two teams in the biggest city in the yep. country, pretty cool playing for the World Series. And then the other one that's sticking out, and it's just it's uh we kind of touched on this the last week with the bait. It was Pete Rose for the Hall of Fame, but honestly, that's a no brainer. <laughs> honestly, Kurt. What I'm thinking about right now is two things. I'm thinking about either doing a what if special, or we run our first ever steel toes episode where we talk about something else. But I think like I want. I think I really want to stick to my guns. I said it was important for me to wear the first basically ten episodes we hammer out are just sports to set the tone.
1: I'm down with that.
0: Sure. I don't know. Um, God, this there's so much gonna. I joke that this is my show, not Kurt's, but in reality, it's both of our shows because I couldn't do this without you. I barely carried myself through the Brady Manning episode. So even though I joke that it's my show and not yours, I could pull rank and I could cover the 2009 World Series that broke my heart. Yankees, yeah. Phillies. Phillies, yeah. Um,
1: we're just, we're sitting you're, here you're, for, it's your call, bro. There's so many good I'm choices. Down, I'm down to talk anything. I mean... Any sports, for
0: sure. you're, you're down to talk anything. You really are. Yep. <sighs> I want to do basketball again. I really do. So what we're going to do, we're going to stick with a basketball episode, and I don't even know. <sighs> There's just like this dead air. You know what? Fuck it. Pardon my language. We're gonna do our first ever what if special episode. And here it is. What if special? What say you podcast basically. Kurt, what if special? Kevin Durant stays in Oklahoma City. Doesn't go to the Warriors, doesn't end up in Brooklyn. KD stays in OKC. Huh. Yeah. So I don't know how I'm gonna do my research exactly for that. Uh Small market for, NBA. For yeah. There's my words, small market. I've been saying that all week, yeah. right? So for that episode, guys, when you tune in next week, don't know I don't know what to tell you to expect because I that was my whole thing every time me and Kurt talked about these episodes when I started planning the what if specials. Kurt asked me, How are you gonna research those and dude, I don't know. Might just wing it. Just might be all
1: opinionated talk. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh well that's what this podcast kinda Yeah started out as at work, I mean, it was the debate. So,
0: It's just amazing to think that when I met you in January of last year, when I started, I never thought you'd ever become – do a podcast with me. I never thought you'd become a work bestie, and I never thought you'd grow to become one of my best friends outside of work. But you have, man. And, I, I know, brother, bro. I don't care who Sears is. I fucking love you, dude. Yep, same here, bro. I couldn't do this without you. Uh, so, next week, our first ever What If Special, Kevin Durant stays in Oklahoma City. I think that's going to be fun. it be fun. So, to circle back around here now, uh, I want to shout out all of our unofficial official sponsors. Like I said, these are all verbal agreements. There's no, no money being exchanged here to support us. This is just people like, hey, we'll promote you a little bit. You promote us. Help <coughs> us out. Excuse me. So, I want to... Thank all of our sponsors so far. Uh, Google them. Check them out on Facebook. They all have Facebook pages. They all have websites. Dear 30 Mineral. Nana's Aroma LOC. I'm telling you, I've seen her stuff. I've seen her views. Beautiful candles. I need to buy some from. I guarantee they smell bomb ass. Glary Guitars. And now, as I promised Kurt, I want to shout out our newest official, unofficial sponsor, Main Street Designs LLC in Jasper, okay? Main Street Designs, they are a small business specializing in laser engraving and direct to garment printing. They offer you can they can make you like vinyl decals or other personalized biz items for you or your business. Message him on Facebook or give Jordan a call at 812-661-7765. Or call Jan at 812-661-7484. They have even offered to possibly do a logo for us for our podcast. Gosh. Which would look a lot better than the crappy podcast picture <laughs> cut I-, I made in the machine room oh, with I us thought- looking like a bunch of goons. Yeah, I think
1: it's all right. Yeah, it looks pretty
0: good. But uh definitely well, uh a couple of <laughs> Main Street Designs, LOC and Jasper, our newest acquired official. Unofficial sponsor. Um, all right, do you got anything else to say?
1: I'd say we'll uh, we'll go to Oklahoma City next week. Kevin Durant. What
0: would have happened if he would have stayed in OKC? He left at the end of the 16 season, right? Yeah. That was yeah 20 because 2017 is when he started. Yeah, yeah that was right. uh. When it looked like they were going to beat Golden State in the Western Conference Finals, and then Clay Thompson had that pulled that game six out of his ass there. Uh, and you can see it in KD's face when he's walking off the court. He's pissed. And then he just he, he goes and joins Golden State of all the teams. So uh, it's exciting. I'm excited to talk about some hoops again. Uh, what if KD stayed in Oklahoma City?
1: Maybe a. Championship, I don't know. You think? I really do. I do, too. I really do.
0: Because Westbrook at that time... I
1: respect KD, but...
0: 16, 17, 18, whatever it was at that time, Westbrook was triple-doubling out his ass.
1: Not a big KD fan, sorry, but you've got to have respect for him. He's a good basketball player, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Unique talent.
0: All right, well... For uh, my damn good friend, co-host Kirk Kelly, I'm Jared Atkins. We hope you guys enjoyed the longest episode we have recorded and what I feel like to be our best episode. (laughs) I don't know what kind of unique title I'm going to put on it, but this was basically covering the rise, fall, dominance, and the rise again of Tiger in the 2019 Masters comeback. So uh, we appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. Like us on Facebook and uh, Twitter. Check us out on Podbean. and uh, We're available on Spotify, Stitcher. Uh, If you got an Amazon Alexa in your home, we're available on Audible and Amazon Music. Uh, Once again, I am still having issues with Google Podcasts and iTunes, Apple Podcasts. I am trying to get it worked out with them. I've actually been in contact with their support department. We don't know why it's not showing up but uh, check us out we're available on Pandora finally now iHeartRadio about anywhere you can look you can find us except uh, iTunes or Google Podcasts But uh, and we're always available on Podbean but please guys give us some feedback if yeah. you think me and Kurt suck tell us we're okay with that yeah, absolutely but uh, we will see you guys next week it's, uh, it was a great episode dude hell yeah, yeah. give me a high five one more time great episode yeah. All right, guys, we will see you next week. What happens if KD stayed in Oklahoma City? Peace out.